Yo, 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 bah, 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 bah. skirt bag and Bane song back with you again. What is up, my guy? How are we doing on this beautiful Wednesday evening? It is Wednesday, September 21st, 624 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're chilling on the East Coast. We're sitting in our houses and we're recording an episode of the Random Roommates podcast. Dude, I've got a little bit of pep in my step for this week's episode after our conversation we had this morning. I also have some pep in my step. Um, I've been I've been feeling good, dude. We like Monday was good, right? Like double Monday night football games. Birds get a yeah, dub. Birds got a huge dub. Later. But like huge dub. They look nice. Um, and Monday I had a craving for walk and roll dumplings out of nowhere. And then Lex was like, "Well, they're closed. It's Monday." And I was like, "Oh fuck, you're right." But I got them yesterday. She picked up walk and roll on her way home from her mom, so I got the dumplings. And she's like, did the dumplings hit? Like, did the walk and roll, did it satisfy your walk and roll craving? And I was like, dude, yeah. I was like, the dumplings from there are amazing. Everything else is good at worst. Like, some of the stuff is like, oh, this is really good. But, like, at worst, you're getting, like, a good meal. It's fine, right? But their dumplings just hit so much different, dude. I'm in love with their dumplings. It's crazy. Dude, the last time you and I got walk and roll together, I got their crab rangoons, and those were those were top tier like yeah. i could eat a tray of 12 of them with no problem that's how good yeah. they were i got um i got their orange chicken dinner combo which was so good when i lived in magnolia i used to get the orange chicken all the time like that was my go-to became my favorite thing and i literally ate it once a week because i'd walk yeah. benjamin every day on my lunch and they lived at the corner of my neighborhood then so i would literally just like walk there the walk and roll people this- lived or they worked. Um, <laughs> hey, maybe yeah, they live there. Maybe there it was too. like uh, they live in the up top. You know what I mean? Like there is no the up top. But they might live there. <laughs> the uh, um, the Chinese restaurant in my hometown was like a family business, and the down like the first floor was the restaurant. Yeah. They lived upstairs. It was kind of dope. It was a dope little setup. I went to a fire Italian place like that in Philly once. Um, but yeah, I used to go there all the time. Orange chicken. Fell in love with it, and then moved away. Didn't have it. And then when we bought this place, I was like, we're going to walk and roll, obviously, the like, first week living there. And I get to orange chicken. I'm like, yo, this is fire in my mouth, dog. This shit is so spicy. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like, they made their shit, like, way spicier since the last time I had it. And it was, like, not enjoyable for me. Like, I fuck with spice. Like, orange chicken oh, it was supposed too to be a little spicy. bit spicy. Yeah, it was too much. I wasn't really fucking with it. And I haven't gotten it for mad long. And then I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm getting the orange chicken. And it was bomb again last night. And it didn't fuck Whoever with made up. the mixture probably put too much spice in it yeah like than usual i feel like orange chicken orange chicken's usually never like spicy hot you know what i mean there's always but it's fire really i I don't think i've ever had a spicy orange orange, chicken and then it's spicy yeah that sounds good clean that sounds good and they have like little pieces of orange peel in there it's dude it's fucking amazing Ooh, yeah walk and roll does not fuck around dude nope if there's anything you guys get from listening to this episode like just leave with that bit of information. Walk and roll does not miss. Can't miss, won't miss. Impossible for them to miss. Um, um, but so then this morning, Lex and I hit the gym together. I'm like, dude, I've been fucking going crazy because I can't go to the gym. I can't work out. All I do is fucking lay around this house like a piece of shit. So we went to the gym this morning, did a little back and buys action. Oh, nice. Was that your first time like being back in the gym at all? Like to any extent. Yeah, I did like one fucking five minute chest workout in my basement with Lex's ten pound kettlebells, and I was like, "This is not cutting it. I gotta lift real weight." Yeah, 
That's good, though. Um, that probably felt great after how long has it been? Like three weeks, four weeks? At least. Yeah, three and a half, at least. Um, I think we're going to go tomorrow morning, too. Probably do a little shoulder action. I've been wanting to do shoulders. Um, but I don't know. Maybe just, like, chill after that. I don't like going to the gym with the boot on because, like, I, got, I came home, took the boot off, like, relaxed a little bit, showered. And then I went to put my boot on, and it was legitimately wet with sweat. And I was like, yeah, no, no grazie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I only got three more weeks with this thing. <laughs> so then I was literally – I just, like, left my boot out to dry for, like, a few more hours before I put it on. But I don't like going around without my boot. Um, right. Because, like, I want my shit to heal the way it's supposed to heal. Right. Prefer to not need surgery. Yeah, might as well just suck suck it up and have the boot on at all times for six yeah. weeks and get a fucked up leg and then need surgery. Yeah, I think I'm just going to go no boot to the gym, though. Just wear regular gym shoes. We go there for like half hour, 45 minutes. Nothing crazy. Yeah. It's like not doing cardio or anything. Right. So, and obviously I'm not going to lift legs. <laughs> You're just sitting there squatting <laughs> with a boot on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I think I'll just go no boot and just wear regular shoes to the gym. So then my boots not fucking filled with sweat when I'm leaving. Yeah. Or just like wrap a plastic bag around your leg and then stick your foot in the boot and then go. That's true. I could do that. I yeah. would sweat I, that's a lot what I used more, to, but the sweat Well, that's what I used bag. to do for when I had to shower and I had my arm cast on. I would just yeah. obviously throw like a grocery bag over top, but you could probably do it with your foot. Yeah, but like reverse, like the opposite. Your leg's going to be sweaty. As fuck. Yeah. Dude, when I broke my uh, pinky snowboarding, it was like right before my like a big snowboarding trip up to Vermont with Foy and Cappy and some of their boys from school. And... uh I was like, dude, I got to go. Like, I'm not missing this trip because they were staying on the mountain, like in a lodge with like their college's ski club. And I was like, all right, I'm coming and I'm bringing an air mattress and I'm sleeping on the floor. Like, whatever. I'm going to be literally on one of the cabins on the side of the mountain. Like, all I got to do is get tickets, lift tickets. I'm literally on the mountain. So I did that. And I just brought like mini garbage bags and tied them around my my arm with the cast. And I should not. And it was warmer than my other hand. Like I was dude, sweating you were like probably a sweating. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, the only there's time no it was escape cold. for any condensation. Like no. when you have plastic wrapped around you like that, you're sweating your balls off. Yeah, that's why they have like those sweatsuits that like a lot of UFC fighters and shit use. And you're literally yeah, just, like, like wrapped in a garbage bag, like a yeah. huge fucking big like industrial garbage bag. <laughs> yep. Um, the only time I was cold, we were on this one lift and it went like up over a little peak. And when we got to the top of the peak and there was nothing to protect you from the wind, dude, the wind was whipping like crazy. crazy. And like it was the snow was getting blown off of the trees and into us, dude. The fucking couldn't barely see 50 yards in front of you. All the chairs are swaying, filled with people. So sketchy. But we were dude, it was a nice mountain. That's that's how the uh mountain that Maggie and I hiked in Colorado was like. Like we're like I mean, we took a train like up the side or like this really slow thing that goes all the way up it. But like at the base or like halfway up where you get on was like it was in the middle of July or end of July. So it was like the middle of the summer, but it was still like only 75 to 80 degrees at the bottom. And then we got to the top and the wind was just whipping like crazy and it was freezing cold. And it wasn't even like gusts of wind. It was just a constant like force of wind flying across the top of this mountain. Damn, it was, that's tough scenes. Within, like, 30 minutes. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but, like, it was just cool to, like, experience the difference of, like, temperature and just be, like, this is, like, wind that has no, like, there's nothing blocking this wind. So it's just a mm-hmm. natural just whip. 
It's like a different kind of wind almost. Are you guys going to move to Denver, you think? Yeah, that's our like five-year plan. Carl's moving to Denver in January. Oh, you guys should meet us out there. Carl wanted me to move out there. He said, if I move out there with him, we could smoke snow and do some snuggles. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Give me yeah. a throw in a pizza and I'm good, dude. I was like, Carl, I just bought a house uh, not even a year ago. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I will be visiting for smoking and, <laughs> and snowboarding. And cuddling. And I guess I guess we can snuggle too. Yeah, especially if it's going to be cold. Um yeah, dude, Maggie and I have actually like looked at a few like houses. Like, obviously, we don't plan on buying a house anytime soon, but like just in this market, and we found some pretty solid like not deals, but like the prices aren't as bad as you would think. Yeah, if we were to if we were to buy a house like forty, thirty to forty minutes from Denver, or, like twenty five, like essentially you guys from to Philly is how far yeah, we yeah, want to yeah. be. But That's, it's not I'm bad the same at all. Way. I would love that if like because think about it, if you live twenty minutes outside of Denver. You're also like 20 minutes from the mountains, like good mountains. No, I mean, dude, you know that's I mean? pretty. That's basically like Red Rocks area. I mean, obviously right. not all the way around the city, but like it's that far, and it's such an easy drive. Like the highway system there is pretty solid. Like there's never any like heavy traffic compared to like obviously like New York, LA. But even like Myrtle Beach traffic is way worse than Denver traffic. Oh, for sure. Um, Myrtle Beach is fucked. Myrtle Beach is so fucked. I'm so glad I, I got out of there when I did. Talking to my Uber driver about the 501 traffic when uh, we went to the game. Oh, to the coastal game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, he was it's like, like, he was saying, um, he was like, <laughs> we're we're supposed to get there at like four, but whatever, because of traffic. And I'm like, dude, I do not miss the traffic at all. And he was like, yeah, dude, 501 is just brutal. And I was like, it, it is. It's terrible. You, my buddy got a DUI. I had to drive him from fucking campus to out here to Legends every night for to work. It was horrendous because he worked at a bar. So he had to take him there at five, which is the yeah. worst fucking time to drive. And all that dude, road. you could literally get from campus to Legends where he worked at if there was no traffic in five minutes. But it takes right. you 45 minutes to get there because for some reason, like the most major highway in the area is only two lanes. Yep. So dumb. And you got fucking 31 that's 30. three lanes and there's like yeah. three cars on it a day. Yeah, yeah. And then not only do you have a, a two-lane massive highway, but you've also got 60,000 stoplights every 5 seconds like. Yeah, there's a lot so of lights. Hard. So many lights off a major highway. It makes no sense, dude. Um but, Yeah, but uh, I think you, it'd be tough to have that without It's not built like a major highway. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Just, they need to make it a major like a highway. Busy road. Yeah. It's built like a busy road, but it's used as like a major highway because it's connecting. Yeah, because it's the only fucking way in and out. Right. It's so dumb, dude. Makes no sense. Yeah. Stupid. I don't miss that at all. But like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like 20 minutes outside of a major city, because especially like with dogs and like we want to have a, a fenced in yard and stuff. We don't want to have to like take our dog to a dog park just to poop. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we yeah. just want a spot for them to be. No, I exist. agree. And if you're looking at Denver, right, it's like it would be cool to be in the city if you're in an apartment. But if you're in the city and you have a house with a yard and a fence, I would not feel super safe there. Like I feel like that. I feel like the suburbs of Denver, like right on the outskirts of the city, where you could actually get a house with a fence, is yeah. probably like there's some sketchy characters. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's the truth about most cities too. Like Facts. I just feel like if you're if you have a house in the city, like it's probably it's 
I don't know. I just feel like apartment living is safer, like when you're living in a major yeah. city like that. Yeah, I would want to be like outside of the city, but close enough to where we, you know, after work on a random Tuesday night, if we want to just go get some food to eat, we can drive 20 minutes down the road and be like in the city. Right. Plus, yeah, like, Lex- it'd be cool to see all the sports and shit too. Like, facts, be close facts. to the stadiums. I think Lex and I got to go into the city more on like random days. We don't really eat out too much. We got a date yeah. night planned for Saturday. We're gonna do all you can eat sushi. It's fucking bomb. Ooh, I've always, I've been to an all you can eat sushi like twice, but both times it was a great experience, dude. Because dude, there's this one that's near us, and it is so good. What's it called? I forget. It's there's like a, a regular sushi place. They just have an all you can eat menu. Oh, like it? Oh, that's dope. Oh, that's it's probably like, even better, dude. The quality of sushi is probably going to be so yeah, much better. It's really good, dude. And you go there, it's like 25 bucks for the all you can eat. And they have like a bunch of appetizers, but they have what we like. I really love the Connie salad and Lex really loves shumai. So we always get both of those for appetizer. And then they have, but they have a bunch of them, like a bunch of appetizers to choose from. They have like all their rolls, basically like almost every special roll is on the menu plus every single like generic roll generic is roll. on the menu and you just order like whatever you want you put numbers next to however many you want of you put two of some roll you put two next to it and you just keep they have like all you can eat menus that are laminated with like, expo markers and then you just keep giving them the menu and they keep bringing the food out mm. but by this point we pretty much will get like we'll each get an appetite or we'll get like Connie salad and shumai split it and then we'll do like four rolls, like all specialty rolls, and then just house them all. What is shumai? Um, they're like little, like cube-shaped, essentially shrimp dumplings. Cube-shaped shrimp dumplings. They're cube-shaped, yeah. They're, but it's basically just like talk about a, sh- a fucking tongue twister, dude. My God, <laughs> <laughs> cube-shaped, cube-shaped shrimp dumplings. Cube-shaped shrimp dumplings. That's kind of tough. I want to hear a rapper put that in like one of their raps and like make it sound good. Say That'd that be fast. Dope. Let me see that. I don't know. I can't even think of anything <laughs> that quick. Cube-shaped shrimp dumplings. Um, you get the bag. You drop it. Fumbling. <laughs> Eat the bag, drop it, fumbling. <laughs> uh, uh. I wish Weird Al or like somebody who makes like parody music would make a song. I mean, I guess Lil Dicky kind of did it with Too High, but like a, a song of just like getting the munchies super late at night and making the trip out of your bed down the stairs to the fridge to like the kitchen general area. <laughs> just like, yeah, drop, give me some food bars. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, I want food bars. Um, I'm sure that there's something similar out there, but Too High is pretty close. It's pretty good, too. Have you ever seen the music video for that? I don't know. Probably, dude, but not in a so while. it's so funny. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> I, I like the uh, the music video for Pillow Talking or Pillow Talk. Oh, that one's good. That one's Do you great. fuck with the war? <laughs> I, I love Brain in that, in that yeah. music video. Brain that is cool. one of, dude, that is honestly one of the most underrated music videos ever. Yeah, it's, it's like amazing. watching a movie, dude. But like, yeah, it is. Song. It it's is awesome. like a movie. Yeah, but that's because that's how Lil Dicky's music is. Like a lot of his music is like dialogue, stories, and, stuff and dialogue, like that. stories. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Whereas everybody else is like just spitting bars. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish a. Uh, I wish we'd get word on like a new season of Dave soon. Yeah, that would like be dope. I'd love minute. to see new, new Dave. I. Uh, I watch JID's. Tiny, Tiny Desk, Desk concert. Was it today. good? I haven't seen it yet. I saw it pop up on my YouTube and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch that later. Yeah, it did. was pretty good. It, it It's not 
it, it's missing some some hard bass, you know, some, some heavy yeah. hitting eight eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but like, like, it's all acoustic. It's good. He sounds good. The band sounds good. And like, I think what songs does songs. he do? He does um, never, which is one of my favorites. Oh yeah, that's a great one. He does off the zoinkies. Nice. Um, he does Sistonem. And I think it was oh, recorded that's off his before. New one, right? Yeah, it was recorded before it came out because he was like talking. He did uh, like another song off of that, off of the Forever Story, and he was like, "This is all my new stuff, like some we're working on." Um, he did. There's another one that I really like that he did, but I can't remember it. Surround sound. <laughs> no, <Yes>. imagine. <laughs> oh, yes. really? He does yeah, it yeah, acoustic. Yeah, he does surround sound and then just kind of like skips over Twenty One's beat and he gives like Twenty One or Twenty One's verse and it gives him like a little shout out, um, and then goes right into his like f- like ending verse. Oh, I need to watch this now. Dude. Yeah, yeah, that I one was good. I kind of got the chills when like the, when they started playing surround sound. I was like, oh shit! Yeah. Oh, dude, um, the Tiny Desk concert series is just such so a good. great idea. Yeah, yeah, dude. The Mac Miller one is a fucking amazing. Mac, I think Mac Miller's my favorite, and then Flatbush is my second favorite. The one they did in like that. Yeah, there's. Remember we watched too. that. We watched that in uh, OBX, didn't we? Remember yeah, I think so. Out? Yeah, there it was um, during COVID, so they were just like in a lockdown studio, like out in the middle of nowhere, and they had. I wonder like, if some like dope background Post singers. or Russ have done a Tiny Desk concert because I think they would be dope for Tiny mm. Desk. I'm sure Post Malone has right. I feel like he's yeah. He, I the guy like, thinks he has that's right to. up his alley, dude. Right. Um, there was one that I watched. I forget who it was. Um. Oh, Jack Harlow's is pretty good. If you've I didn't seen know his. he had one. Yeah. Um. I think Post Malone might have done one. No, I don't think so. I lied. Russ would be Russ would be great on that shit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. You gotta get the boys out there. I looked in to see if you could get um not nah, I don't think Russ has done it either. No, I don't I would know if he he's done a tiny desk. Yeah, him and Post Malone, they both gotta get on there. I was looking in if you could get like tickets to him, but you can't. There I saw this website, it was like there's a few ways to get there. Number one is you could schedule a tour of NPR and if you get lucky enough, there might be a concert going on whenever your tour is. Like the odds you, of that you are you can just attend? You can just attend. Yeah, those? if you're walking through, I guess. If you're getting a tour, why not? That's um, cool. They're like the other way is you can work there. All the employees get invited. Everyone that works there gets invited to all of them. Um, but I don't think they do them at the same offices. So like, obviously, it depends what office right. they're at and shit. Um, and then the third way is employees can invite guests, so you you can have a friend that works there or a family member. Damn! So it's like super exclusive. Yeah, I I just thought it was like a series they did, like recording a music video where he put on this little concert. I didn't know it was like a live event. You could, you could like, there, I didn't know there were live viewers for that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's always people like cheering in the in the audience and that's stuff. That's true. I, yeah, but I don't know. And the the artist is usually I feel like talking with them. Like in JIDs, he was talking with them and stuff. He was like, I got a little singing in this one, so you know, if I hit the pitch right, everybody's nipples gonna get hard. But it's not like, <laughs> see, see, dude, and Mac talks in his too. But I thought yeah. that he was just talking to like the, like you know what I mean. I thought he was just being Mac, you know, just like, like talking, talking to, to like his like bandmates us. and shit. Yeah, or like no, not for- even. I thought he was just talking to people in the room. Like I, I didn't know. It just they make it seem like they, the artists, like aren't aware of them being recorded. You know what I mean? 
It's like yeah. a very live experience. JID's was interesting when he he seemed like a little bit reserved, right? Like he seemed like almost like uncomfortable being in that intimate of a setting. Yeah. Um, like the whole was, time? Uh, No, I feel like he kind of opened up a little bit, but the first maybe like, you know, seven minutes or so. Yeah. Um, Like his song, like the way that he sang kind of like came out different than, than like seeing him live. But it's way different because it's more like singing low key. You're not like yelling into yeah, it's him, acoustic. like that fucking right. rolling loud. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a little different. Those, those mics like at rolling loud too are probably so like auto-tuned and just like filtered up. Like, yeah because yeah. you're you're literally trying to project that sound to thousands and thousands of people off of one stage and this place is just you're in a room so yeah it's just exactly so his different. mic was fucking skinnier than my cock <laughs> just a little pencil dude it was so small was it one of those like little like real skinny with the little bud like like the head wasn't nah, like as big as mine right it, it was no, just like, it was, yeah it was, it was just like really skinny like probably about like as wide as like a penny and but then long like maybe like 10 inches was there a regular like big needle dick energy was there a regular head on it no that was the whole thing it was like a oh what oh yeah it was like a stretched out bar mic that's wild just singing into a sound bar (laughs) yeah basically just go watch it yeah i'm gonna watch that tonight for sure i don't have anything else that i want to talk about you want to end it here (laughs) <laughs> 20 minutes in <laughs> we gotta do some bits or something um i think we should give uh, so kenny and i most kenny kenny discovered this and then let me know via text but apparently we had some episodes that were looking pretty good like we're getting oh, some people yeah. listening here Crazy so shout out numbers. to y'all that shit is dope I don't know how it it has to be a fucking broken system. We have four episodes that have crazy did crazy numbers. One of them had like over seven hundred downloads. One of them had over four hundred, and the other two were both over two hundred. And everything else is like thirty, thirty, twenty, twenty. <laughs> yeah. Our lowest is only twelve. So hey, that's good. Double digits is our lowest. Double digits is our lowest. I'll take that all day, dude. If that's how you're starting, bro, come yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, but we're averaging like mid twenties. Yeah, but it was cool to see, like, we had, and it wasn't just, like, one where we had, like, one that had, like, 700 downloads. We had, like, a consistent streak there of, like. Maybe that's when we were posting our TikToks. We got to go back and see what our when we were posting TikToks. Yeah, I can look at it right now. You want me to pull up the numbers? Yeah, pull up the numbers. Um, and I'll talk to you about what I'm drinking. Because I, okay. I told you I got something else that wasn't great. Um, or that was also great. Um, so I'm drinking this Pum Queen. Pump queen. It's like a little queen drinking her pumpkins. It's from uh, I love, dude. That would be a sick tattoo. Obviously, not like the pump queen beer part, but just, just like, like the that skeleton, skeleton with the yeah, that would be sweet. With a fucking dude. dagger and a chalice. Yeah. Um. So it's from Bonesaw. You and I went there. I think on your birthday, right? We went to Yard. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah, we yeah. Tried to go to Evil Genius, but they were closing, they were closed. so we went to Bonesaw. Yep. Um. So this is from there. I know they're good. This one's really good. Um, I got it on Sunday. And it's, what, 4.7? It's a vanilla pumpkin spice cream ale. Ooh. Oh, yeah. dude, that sounds banging. You dude, haven't tried delicious. it yet? Oh, you no, have? I have. I have, yeah. Um, it's delicious, dude. I gave it, like, like mid or high eights. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, That's pretty high on the on Kenny's beer scale. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not like a huge pumpkin beer guy. At least yeah. historically, I haven't been. But I like really good pumpkin. Really good beers. ones. Yeah, I'm the same um, way, dude. I like won't drink the, like a regular generic like pumpkin flavored beer. But if nah, it's like because it's made with shit. If it's made with like real pumpkin and it's done right, it's fucking bomb. That's why I, I like the craft pumpkin beers. Yeah, Sandra brought one over. Um, first NFL Sunday, and it was pretty good. I like that one, but this one's really good. Big yeah, fan. if it's like if it's like a Sam Adams pumpkin flavored beer, I'm probably not going to get it. But if it's like no, a good craft, I don't like beer Sam that, Adams. I like so, I like a lot. My favorite Sam Adams is probably the uh, the Cold Snap. Yeah, I don't like I don't really like any Sam Adams. Cold Snaps and Oktoberfest are probably my two favorites. But other than that, like. Yeah, see, I really don't like their Oktoberfest. I think it's dude. Really? Oh, I love their Oktoberfest, dude. But yeah, you have fan. to be in the you have to be in the mood for it, though. Like Hunt you can't pee. You can't just like you know. Oh, that's my beer of choice because then I'm gonna think you're a psycho. But yeah, dude, this Pump Queen is fucking amazing. Hmm, dude, I'm gonna go over to the bodega and get some more pumpkin beers. I think. I gotta send have, you some of these or something. They have like a whole new selection over there of like I was looking um for the dreamy eyes. They still don't have the dreamy eyes back, but they have a whole selection of pumpkin beers and like fall flavored beers now. So I'm gonna Hell get my yeah. paws wet. Hell yeah. It's like dude, whatever. Maybe I'm a basic bitch. I don't care. Pumpkin season comes around and I'm here for it, bro. Um oh, dude, I don't care about any of that shit, dude. If if it's like I don't know. I just feel like I don't like if someone's like, oh, you're a white bitch. I'm, it tastes good. Like if I'm at Starbucks and I get like a girly, fruity, pumpkin flavored thing, I'm like, I don't give a fuck, dude. It tastes good. Like at Luna, we were there. I got that s'mores like yeah, yeah, iced frappe or whatever. But it, I was like, it tastes good. I know. Sure I'm not going to yeah. drink coffee because it's like, you know, fucking just nut oil. Right. I saw this uh, like. Instagram drawn today and it was this girl who was like in the driver's seat and her boyfriend comes walking out of a coffee shop with this big smile on her face and she's like oh like look at you with that big smile on your face like she makes you so happy doesn't she blah 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 she's like is that because of the coffee and he's like yeah this coffee is fucking amazing and then she's just like getting jealous and stuff and he's like well how about you stop being jealous and you learn how to make a good coffee. <laughs> he was like, so why don't you learn how to make it? Instead of being jealous, why don't you go in there and have a conversation with her and ask her how she makes it? And then, you know, you could say, I'll save myself $8 a day because you'll be making it. Sometimes twice. <laughs> like, sometimes twice a day. And then she's just like, all right, you're right, hold the phone. And then I guess she went inside. I don't know. That's um, so funny and so funny. true, dude. Because if I learned how to make, like, as good a cup of coffee as, like, a Starbucks, like, whatever, I get, like, iced coffee, I would never go get coffee. Right. Like, when I go get coffee, it's always 20 times better than the coffee I make at home. Like, I don't even drink coffee at home because I just, one, I'm like, eh, I, I know it's not going to be as good as what I can get down the street, but I don't feel like going down the street, so I'm just going to stay home and That's not get fair. coffee. We don't, I don't have, like, any craft coffee places near me that I know of. Um, Lex is not a big coffee drinker, and, like, I drink my coffee at home, right? And I usually drink right. black. Um, and most of the time when I go places, I end up getting something that I end up not liking. Like if I go to Starbucks, first of all, I don't know what the fuck to order. I never know what the to la- order. Remember the last time we were in Starbucks? Yeah. You guys and it was that? terrible. <laughs> I got whatever I was terrible. That's what, that's what I do. I freeze and then my coffee sucks and I don't like the way that their <laughs> coffee tastes black. I know that for sure. If but I'm see, in Dunkin'. You just got to find one thing you like and stick with that I know, every time. And I did one time and I'm so upset. Um, 
I was watching Pat McAfee show and yeah. they had one of the avalanche players on one of their defensemen on like when they were in the Stanley cup final this year. And he said what he had and it sounded pretty good. He's like, this is what my wife gets. Like, like I get it. It's, it's good. It's pretty light. Um, it was like cold brew or maybe it was like just like an iced coffee, but it was like vanilla with some kind of milk and it sounded really good. And I was like, word up. I'm going to get that literally tonight when I go to the city. Cause I had like a dinner that night with the interns in New York city. So I, I had to get there a little bit early um, for like parking and traffic purposes. So I stopped in Starbucks and I got it. And I was like, yo, this shit's slapping. And now I forget what it is. So <laughs> you remembered it off the top when he said it, but then well, I did it that day and I fucking wrote it down and uh, see, so I texted Lex you- about it. And then I went back and I was able to find it. Uh, you still don't have access to that text message. No. Well, maybe. I don't know. Just got my phone got ran keywords. over. Oh, in, like, July. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Whenever I have to like remember something, where I'm like, I'll see something like that, and I'll be like, oh, I want to remember that. I always just put it in my notes on my phone because I know if I do it anywhere else, I will not. I won't remember. I either notes or I text Lex. Yep. Yeah. Because texting way. Lex is easier, and it's like quicker and it's more of like a natural instinct so i'll be like okay i can do this real quick here's a text and then i'll be like that's for me for later <laughs> i do that with tweets sometimes like i'll send all i'll like want to look into a tweet but i don't have the time so i'll like send it to lex and be like this is for me for later i uh, dude you know there's like a bookmark thing you can just tab them nope i did not <laughs> yep if you want to like look at a thread later like i always just bookmark the thing and then you can go back into your bookmarks tab and find like all the tweets that you're interested in enough to bookmark them that's like saving on Instagram, basically. Yeah, yeah. I never use that though. I don't know why. I use it all the time, dude. I save shit all the time. I just like have workouts, to... food, and motivational things. I've like strongly dislike Instagram now compared to what it used to be. I don't know. I feel like I used Instagram as kind of like the Facebook of pictures, like when I yeah. first got it, obviously. And now it's just pretty like I'm seeing everything. Tw- like every time I hop on Instagram, I'll see like. Out of 10 minutes of being on there, I'll see one or two pictures of, like, my friends and people that I actually follow. And the rest is just, like, memes, sports, and, like, random shit. And I'm like, if I want to, if I want all that stuff, I just go to TikTok because that's just where I watch all that shit. But, like, that's Instagram, fair. Instagram's annoying, dude. I wish I could go back and, like, use, like, the old version of it. Yeah. We've talked about that before. Yeah. But the old I like it, dude. I got I, I don't see much of my friends or like people that I know posting, but that's because it's so easy to get like if I just want to like something or if I want to like click it to get sound, it opens up in a reel. So then when I swipe to go down, I'm swiping through reels instead of swiping through my feed, which pisses me off. I'd want to stay I'd rather stay on my feed. Stay on my feed, yeah. Because I that's... follow the people whose shit I want to see. Yep. And throw me in an ad every now and again, like a, you know, a targeted, like, here's like, sometimes I'll see like random posts from uh, people that like working out and stuff like that. And then I'll be like, oh, like, let me go check out their shit. Right. And like, like I'll find like, you know, new, like exercise people to follow or new, like food people to follow shit like that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Like, that's fine. Dude, throw me one of those. Every fifth person, throw me a, every fifth post, throw me a fucking targeted ad for some other profile i don't care but just let me stay in my feed yeah 
I never like realized that that's what I hated about Instagram, but that's like a huge part of it. Honestly, now I think about it, especially when I'm on my feed and I go to click the volume button and it's like, now I'm in yeah. reels. I just yeah. want to keep scrolling. Like I don't want to have to switch and back then and then I forth. get like lost in reels. I'm like, Oh fuck dude. I mean, I, I don't want to be here. Yeah. And the other thing is like, I don't know why I, I'm not like this, but like whenever I get an, uh, like a DM on Instagram, I just never remember to like, look at it. You know what I mean? Like I'll get a message in like guys being dudes or like someone like, like you know how it sends you a message if you like like yeah, your yeah. story or get tagged or something like i'll never so my instagram notification is always just huge because uh, i'll see it pop up on my phone and be like all right i'll look at that later but i never go back to actually click into my instagram notifications it's always like yeah when i go I on turned, instagram itself i turned all my social media notifications off um so like i don't have any notifications for instagram or twitter but i don't get the icon either i just click in there and then if i have like dms or something then do you still get like the little like number, like the red number? No, I turned that off. It? You can turn that off too. Yeah, I I could. I think I'm going to, dude. Because... You can turn that off and leave like banner notifications so they come up like when you get them. You just don't get the fat number in there. Oh, probably see, says I would plus. I would rather have the number than the banners. The banner notification is what pisses me off because it makes my phone ding like so many more times than it should be. Yeah, and it's just like distracting at times. I just got my Apple Watch set up again. Such a fucking headache because it was paired to my old phone. My old phone got ran over, so I had to go through oh, all this yeah. fucking trouble of erasing it. I haven't worn it in mad long, so it had to update, bro. It took. It was like a six-hour process, and I'm not exaggerating. Oh, my God, least. dude. Uh, but I was, like, working and stuff. Like I, was, I wasn't, like, just trying to do that for six hours. Right. Um, and I forget what I was saying. What were we talking about? Oh, notifications. <laughs> yeah. Dude. I only downloaded three apps to my phone. It was uh, all trails to your phone or to your hiking, watch or to my watch. It was all trails, um, TD Ameritrade. So I look at my stocks and something else. I did like just those three, and I'm getting notifications for fucking DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, <laughs> fucking everything is coming through. So I had to like go through on my phone and like it. It preset to give all of my all my watch all of my notifications, even for apps that weren't on. I'm like, okay, let me turn fucking almost all of these off except for the ones that I want. I kept that's so annoying. That's so annoying, dude. He said you slid. I kept sleeping there. The last <laughs> <laughs> as you should, my friend. As you should. But, yeah, um, dude. What if like I don't have my phone on me, and then I but I have my watch, and then it's like, oh, my starting quarterback is out. Yeah, right. And it's five minutes before game time. Yeah, and I gotta do something. I have to um, go find a phone. I've been contemplating like wanting to get an Apple Watch for mainly golf purposes, so I can just have like the GPS and stuff there. Yeah, but like, I, dude, I just wouldn't like. I don't know. I'm just not a watch guy, so I wouldn't wear. It. Like, I feel like it would be like a task for me to find it, put it on every day, like yeah. charge it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be honest. The golf thing is like the best thing about it. But it is kind of nice just to be like, oh, like this is how I look at my notifications instead of grabbing yeah, Jake, a phone. Jake, ha- oh yeah, that's true. But still, like, I feel like that would um, just be as distracting. Yeah, it's dude. Oh, it's 100 percent just as distracting, if not more. Yeah, that's um, not what I need. But I loved my Whoop. I think about going back to it all the time. What was your? What's a Whoop? Like the same? It's like like a, a different? No, it's like a fitness band. It doesn't tell you the time. Oh, okay. Um, and it's like just a fitness band, but it it just it tracks like all your workouts, it tracks your recovery, um it tracks your sleep like really really well, dude. I love how it tracks sleep. But it just like 
it gives you they have like a like a, a maximum output every day and it's 21 and then like depending on how well you sleep and like what you're putting into your body it'll that will like determine how much you recover right so you can like like if you like let's say you go so hard and you get your your fitness number or your activity number for the day is up to like 20 right but then you sleep like shit right you're out partying all night with the boys after the big win or something and you know you sleep for fucking four hours then you're probably going to be at like start the day at like a 15 or 14 or 16 you know what i mean so it's like okay you're already like two-thirds of the way to that 21 max you should probably like think about taking it easy today because you're not well recovered right. you know what i mean so i Dude, like that, that so i love awesome. how it i love how it tracks how you sleep and you don't take it off to charge which like the apple watch you have to take it off to charge which i hate yeah. because i want it for the sleep thing so i want to sleep with it on but like i'm most likely to want to charge it at night right with the whoop it has a battery pack that you charge and the battery pack slides over the top of it so you don't take the whoop off the charge. You just slide the battery pack over and it charges. And then you plug the battery pack in and it charges. Oh, you know so what you I mean? charge the battery pack and then to charge the whoop, you slide the battery pack onto your... Yeah. That's a smart idea. I like that. Yeah. Dude, I see like I would and use that. And it's so that. convenient because it'll yeah. tell me like your battery's dying. I'm like, oh, word. Let me go grab this thing out of my room, right? And then I can just, I throw it on. I keep wearing it and I can keep working or doing whatever the fuck I'm doing. If I right. need to, I can fall asleep with it on. You know what I mean? You're, yeah, and it's still going to charge. That's the thing, dude. Like, the whoop, like, that whole scoring system thing would fuck me because I'm literally nocturnal. Like, I stay up until, like, 1 o'clock in the morning every night for no reason. And I yeah, wake up it, at 8 o'clock. But it's, It doesn't really matter. Like, look, like if, you, if you're sleeping one to, 1 to 8, 7 hours, like, that's not bad. Even if you're less than that, that's not bad. That's and true. And you're not a professional athlete. It's not like you need optimal recovery. You know what I right. mean? Right. If you didn't know that, I'm sorry. I hate to burst your bubble. Um, <laughs> You're telling me but, I'm not on the Yankees roster right now. <laughs> but it also tells you how much time you spend in each cycle of sleep or in each stage of sleep. How much REM sleep you get, how much SWS sleep you get, which is a little bit better than REM. It's like slightly deeper. Um, how much time you spend in a light sleep, how much time you spend awake. Um, so it's really good. It tracks a lot. And they send you... They are always sending me like notifications to my phone. Not anymore because I don't have it. But when I had it, they would send notifications to my phone. And a lot of them would be like very short, like complete read in less than five minutes articles on like how to get better sleep, like things for your diet, just like random things like help you be a healthier, like all around person. That's dope. I would love to see my sleeping stats and like how much REM sleep I get and how much like how many times I'm like awake. Yeah, because I feel like I wake up a lot in my sleep, but not like not consciously. Like it's very subconscious. Like I'll roll over and be awake for like a second and a half, and then just be dead asleep again. Like when I come to bed and Lex asleep, dude. I went to I watched the whole birds game, and then I went to bed, and Lex literally was like barely fucking awake. I don't think her eyes opened. I gave her a smooch in the forehead, a little "I love you, good night" action, and then she was snoring in literally three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's literally maggie every night dude <laughs> like well like last when the birds game was on we went up to watch it like in our room because it was like getting pretty late i think for like the end of the third and the beginning of the fourth is when we went up and she stayed up for like the most like pretty much the whole game because it was a good game like eagles wise yeah. i was i was hyped about it but literally as soon as the game was off like i switched it over to like rick and morty or something and she, like within two seconds she's just fucking sprawled out like 
knocked out <laughs> like bro, i would <laughs> i wish i could fall asleep like i wish i could be like oh birds game is over all right see you tomorrow <laughs> like that's not how i fall asleep dude I that is nah dude lex falls asleep like fucking that it's so easy oh man the things i would do for that the things i would do for that and to like be a morning person yeah like i could get so much more done if i was a morning person but i'm just not and it's not in my bones to be awake before like 7 a.m I'll tell you what, fantasy football for me makes it so easy to get up in the morning, especially on Wednesdays. When you can Wednesday, look at waiver. Uh, Wednesday's yeah, waiver dude. day. And here's yep. the thing, like in my home leagues and in a couple of other leagues, like in the one with all the boys, all Waldo's boys from yeah. wherever the fuck Thick thighs. Uh, yeah, thick thighs. And in our coastal chicks, it's waivers and the players become free agents. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna save my waiver priority. I'm gonna see who falls to me, who like who's left, and then I'm gonna try to get first dibs. So like when I wake up, I'm like, all right, I'll roll over. Okay, it's three or four in the morning. Bet. Let me check waivers. <laughs> but like yeah, but today, see, I'll do that, and then I'll fall back asleep. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so today, my watch. So my sleep. You know, you do you have, like. Do you ever use like the sleep app on your phone? On your phone, no. So I have it, and it sets it like so. Every day, Monday through Friday, I have an alarm for five fifteen because that's when I like to get up to start my day, work out, and shit like that. Yeah. And I've been turning it off, obviously, because I'm all fucked up. But I so I charged my watch last night, and it was, and I, I didn't know that I had to turn it off on my watch as well. So my alarm, my watch started going off at five fifteen this morning. And then I was like, oh, all right, let me check waivers and shit. And then it's like five thirty, and Lex is like, dude, I'm trying to go to bed. Like, can you just lay still? And I'm like. No, I can't. You want to get up now and go to the gym instead of getting up later? And she's like, yeah. I didn't say that. I was like, no, let's go back to that. Let's go to bed. Go to bed. And I knew there was no shot in hell I was falling back asleep. I was wide awake just because I looked at fantasy for a little bit. Dude, you know what's so funny? Like, I pretty much had the same story, but completely opposite. So, like, every morning Maggie gets up at, like, 6.15, 6.30 to get ready for work. I don't have to be up until, like, 7.38. But, like, I think it was after week one, that Wednesday, the first waiver wire like went through and i was already up at like 5 45 in the morning like scrolling through sleeper and like looking at the waiver wire and seeing who got who and like the bids and stuff and maggie had woken up like before alarm was off and she just like rolled over and looked at me and i was on my phone and she goes she looked at me she like looked at the clock she was like why are you awake and i was like <laughs> it's the first week of fantasy football waiver wire i don't know like i just happened to wake up at a perfect time and started peeping it and i couldn't fall back yeah. asleep so i was just scrolling through and then like 10 minutes went by and i had already fallen back asleep and her alarm went off she wakes up and like does her whole thing and i didn't wake up for like even a second except to like kiss her goodbye and for like 30 seconds <laughs> i was yeah. like an hour. I, had, I was probably I, up for an hour, like when I was looking at waiver wires, and I was like, I was up. Why didn't I just like get up and like start my day? <laughs> start the day. Yeah. yeah. I've done I've done the sleep through Lex getting ready for work many a times. Yeah. And like not even like hungover, like easy. That's easy money. But like I've done it just completely sober. I'm uh, sure dude, you yeah, were too. I mean, yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean that's like every morning is Maggie wakes up and like gets ready for work and then will wake me up to say goodbye and like get the dogs all settled and the boon will fall asleep on my left for another hour and kyle will sleep in her bed and then eight o'clock rolls around and i'll just like roll out of bed barely awake not even conscious bring the dogs outside and then like start my day with a a juice or something i don't know something to wake me up yeah you start work at nine eight thirty 
I wake up between like 7.45 and 8 every morning. Sometimes yeah. if it's like, you know, I was up watching the Yanks because I had a West Coast game until 2.30 in the morning. Then I'll wake up like 8.15, 8.30. But... Facts. Um, I I wake up whenever I want. Oh, t- Lex today, she's like, I'm on my phone for like 10 minutes. She's like, dude, what are you doing? I'm just like, fantasy. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> So if I'm ever just looking at my phone for the next nine months, that's what you should just assume. It is probably fantasy. Yes. And it's like, it, it's almost like I have to catch myself sometimes, dude. Like I, sometimes I'll be watching like Red Zone or something or just like a regular Sunday night football game. Unless it's the Birds game. If it's the Birds game, I can put my phone down and like focus on the game. But if Red Zone is up or it's just a random game of teams that I don't really care for, I'm fucking just neck deep in sleeper dude like i have to remind yep. myself to like put my phone down and watch the game for a few minutes and like get focused I've actually on like, been what's really actually good with happening that this year. really i would oh, yeah dude, it's so hard for me because i want me, i have so many leagues i know i i do too but it's like i'm just like you know what it doesn't matter how many times i look at it the outcome's going to be the Not, outcome right so just don't look at it don't stress yourself out so i'll like check at the end of each half, right? Like I'll check at halftime ish of the one o'clock games. So I'll check at the end of the one o'clock games, halftime of the four thirty, four four thirty, And then at the end of them. Um, but I try not to like check too much. It was funny because Lex, like she's checking too. Right. And she was, I think we, well, we, you and I played her and ran a roommate this week. And oh I was my God, she shit. beat us by a fucking point, dude. I was talking shit to her and she was like, I'm going to beat you, blah, blah. Or she wasn't even really t- talking shit back. It was me talking shit to her. And s- but she was like, oh, like, I'm beating you, blah, blah, blah. Like, she was, like, checking in on it. I was like, I haven't looked at any of that. Yeah. Random Roommates is always the last one I look at just because, obviously, like. You have half the responsibility. Like the most, half the responsibility. And it's, like, it's just, like, for fun league. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for our no podcast community. No money involved. But, like, it's still just fun to, you know, banter and talk shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I hopped in, I think, like, uh, I knew we were down, we were down, like, a bunch, like, 15 or 20 points, like, going into the Monday night game, and then we came into that game, and, like, I think Derek, or who did we have left that had to play? Was it Aaron Jones? Yo, yeah, we had Aaron yeah, Jones had Aaron pop Jones, off. and he went for, crazy. Like, yeah, he had, like, 33 points for us, dude, and I was like, hey, if he gets, like, a few more carries or something, like, or even just one catch, like, this game could be, we'll take Lex's dub out of this week, like, no, yeah. no sweat. And then it's just like the game, like everybody got taken out. All the starters got taken out. Um, or no, that was a, was that? Who did they I play this week? They played the Bears. Oh, that was Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. But it was still like, it wasn't very close at the end, right? So like. No, Aaron I think it was 27-7 just, final. Yeah, Aaron Jones just wasn't getting any snaps. And I was like, oh, don't tell me this is how it ends. And that's exactly how it ended. Yeah. Aaron Jones is an interesting cat for fantasy because like. Sometimes he splits with AJ Dillon, like legit splits. And then yeah. sometimes he's kind of like a little more dominant. And he has nights like this week. Yeah. And dude, he was, he, if I had to guess, this is a wild guess. I don't know the actual stat, but he probably had like six or seven yards per carry that game. Like it felt like every time he was getting the ball, like on the ground, he was getting nice gains. It wasn't like, you know, he just had 30 carries and was stopped at the line half the time, but like he was getting past right. the line and like making some actual nice plays. Well, let me see. I'll, I'll tell you in a second how much he had. Aaron Jones. Let's see. Oh, wait. Wrong button. He had, uh, I think, eight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Eight yards per carry. That's nuts. He had 8.8. Dude, and last week he had 
9.8. How so many he only carries had five did he carries. have? That's still crazy. I feel like that's even crazier, dude. That's almost 10 yards a carry. Yeah. Why did I wonder why he only had five carries if he was putting up shit like that? You'd think they'd just keep going to him, but I yeah, don't know. but how they many were losing. Did... Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah I forget like, how bad they week, looked week one. Week one, he had five targets, whereas week two, he only had three. Yeah. But he had a receiving and a rushing touchdown in week two. He had no touchdowns in week one. Yeah, he's going to be interesting down the stretch, dude. Especially if they don't have like their wide receivers don't kind of fill into what they're expected to be. They don't really have a passing game. Yeah, I dropped Romeo Dobbs in a bunch of leagues. Yeah, I dropped him in a league. And honestly, dude, like, I'm so mad at myself for dropping or adding Robert Tunyon to one of my league teams because I'm like, going into that game, you're like, dude, Robert Tunyon has shown that he has rapport with Aaron Rodgers, like, in the past. And he's, like, a solid, like, receiving tight end. So how is he not just, he's just not getting any targets right now. It makes no sense yep. to me. Yeah, I don't understand. I think he'll have a bigger role as the season goes on, but I'm not willing to Yeah, wait for, for sure. That. Yeah. I don't want to get nine weeks deep and be like, oh, Robert Tonyan's finally putting up at least 11 points a game. Yeah. All right, you want to hop into the dock? Yeah, let's hop into the dock. What do we got? All right, let, let's, let's got hop a, dock. We got, a, we got a nice slate of sports for you. Uh, I got a random random shit note here that we were supposed to talk about last week, but we didn't. Right. PNB Rock got shot and killed at a Roscoe's uh, Chicken. Oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, Waldo sent me. Uh, so, uh, so if you don't know, PNB Rocks was out to eat with his girlfriend. His girlfriend posted where they were on Instagram. I think it was his wife. I don't know. I think they were married. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. His, you know, the 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 lady woman that he was with. Yeah. Um, and some you know thugsters saw it up on on Instagram and they ran up on him at where they were eating. And took his chains and killed him. Yeah, I uh, so I heard, I saw the news like right as it happened because I just happened to be on Twitter and I saw PNB Rock was trending. So I was like, oh, maybe like he dropped a new song or something. And it was before nope. he was even pronounced dead, dude. It was like PNB Rock was shot and everyone was like saying like RIP, RIP, but like it wasn't like nobody had confirmed that he was dead. He was just like, you know, in critical condition. And so, like, I told Maggie about it, and we were both just, like, kind of shocked by the news or whatever. And then later in the day, I think, like, 12 hours later, not even, like, it was probably, like, eight hours later, Maggie was like, oh, he was, like, confirmed that he he died. And I was like, dude, that's so fucked. Like, you can't even just be at, that's not even, like, a fancy restaurant or anything. Like, I don't know. There's a theory saying that she, like, kind of sold him out by posting that picture and, like, was kind of in on it. But I don't I don't think I believe that theory. I doubt she was in on it. Yeah, because she, she posted it and then deleted it. She deleted it, like, after the shit had happened. And so everybody was, like, freaking out, saying, like, she's in on it, like, sold them out, blah, blah, blah. But especially if they're know. married, dude, I don't think I believe that. But um, Waldo sent it to me on Instagram, and I saw that he was at Roscoe's Chicken. And I was like, yo, Roscoe's Chicken for your last meal. Like, not a bad way to go out. <laughs> 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 I've never had Roscoe's chicken, dude. It's but so it good. Sounds they only like have it, it in LA. Um, the only reason I went there is because Joe Rogan was talking about it on his podcast. Somebody who was visiting was like talking about getting some fried chicken. He's like, "Bro, you got to go to Roscoe's." He was like, "I don't even eat like fast food like that, and it's not fast food. They have like three or four restaurants." He's like, "But I don't eat like he doesn't eat like out like that. Like he's real healthy." He's like, yeah. "But bro, 
you got to go there. You get the fucking chicken and waffles. It's classic, and it is so fucking good. So I went to the one uh, that he recommended when I was in Hollywood because um, I spent one day there just, like, skirting around doing shit, and I went to that Roscoe's Chicken, and I got their chicken and waffles, and it was amazing, bro. It was so good. Oh, dude, you had me hyped. I was I didn't even know what Roscoe's Chicken was before, like, all this happened. But then you started telling your story, and I'm thinking it's like a chain, like a national chain where I can find one like near me. And you're like, yeah, yeah I went to the one in Hollywood. It's like, oh, fuck, probably going to be a minute before I get to visit that one. Yeah, they, they have like a few locations throughout Cali, but I think that's probably about it. But it slaps, so whenever you get out there, you should like put yeah, it on your I'm short gonna, list of places. I'm going to put that on my itinerary for the first time I visit Cali. I want to get out there soon, dude. Maggie and I were just talking the other day. Like, We just want to like explore out west more. Like, I think a four- or five-day trip to San Diego would be really cool, too. Dude, I can't wait. My cousin's moving to San Diego um, whenever they leave Hawaii, and uh, they'll be there for a year. I think they're going to be like November to November, like something like that. So we're going to try to get out there next summer for either – go there when either the Mets or the Phillies are playing in San Diego if we can or see just see any game but that would go be to sweet a, to dude I've heard game. yeah I've heard nothing but great things about that ballpark too and San Diego and San Diego that's what I'm saying like if I make a Cali trip I pretty much have to decide between because LA trips and San Diego trips I feel like are going to be completely different like can't do those in the same week and if you no. wanted to go to San Fran like that's like got to be its own like they're just not close no, enough if- to do them all well, here's the thing, dude. If I were to make a trip, I would I wouldn't even try to do more than one in one nah. trip. Like I would just like have one city, explore that city for the whole trip and get the most I can out of it and then, you know, if I want to go back, maybe I'll go to LA or San Fran, but Yep. That's I how really I have did no LA motivation and to dude, go to LA. I don't it was know. fucking sick. I had the I had the best time. Like the, my first full day there cuz like my friends were working. Like I was staying with my boy, but my yeah. they were all working. So my first full day there, he lives in Santa Monica. I was like, all right, Ben, I'm going to explore Santa Monica. I'm going to go down and walk to the pier. I'm going to go to, like, um, Promenade, which is, like, an outdoor outlet pretty much. Um, and then, like, went out to Manhattan Beach one evening, spent one day. Like, my friend just happened to take the day off. She was like, dude, it's really weird. Like, I always book, like, a random PTO day every month. It's like a whatever, either like a self-care day. I can go do shit or, like – if I have chores to do around the house, I can do that. And it just happened to be when I was there. So yeah. she drove me and her friend out to Santa Barbara. We spent the day in Santa Barbara, which was dope. Um, I spent one day in Hollywood, like exploring Hollywood. I hiked to the sign. I spent one day going out to Venice Beach. Um, that was sick. I spent another day or like an evening in downtown LA. It's fine. It's like downtown LA is like New York city. It's like the businesses and shit like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Which is like not real appealing to me. Um, right. but it was dope. I just did like a different neighborhoods pretty much every day, like different parts of LA every day. It was sick. Yeah. That's what I would want to do, dude, because I, and like, especially the hike, I feel like hiking the sign would be cool too. I feel like if you visit yeah. Hollywood or LA, you have to do that. Like at least yeah. once. I but, found um, like a, like a random, like a, not like, the common way to get there i went like a little off the beaten path yeah and they had so you go up the trail like the start of the trail you go up like maybe like a third of it or a quarter of it and you can either make a left or a right and the left just goes like a hundred yards to like a tree and the right is the way the trail goes along like it goes like along the spine of mountains so obviously i went that way but on my way back i went up to the tree and it was like the wisdom tree um they had all this cool shit around it and stuff and i was like oh, this is pretty sick took a bunch of pictures um, and then later I found out that when there were wildfires there, 
that tree is the only one that didn't burn down. So it's like oh, special. Oh, that's man. crazy. Yeah. Um, how close could how close were you allowed to like get to the sign when you hiked up there? Uh, I was. You're like above it. Like maybe like fifty yards, like above it. Like you look down on it from behind it. You could oh, probably get closer cool. if you wanted to, because there's like yeah. a street that goes behind it. I think. Um, so like if you were to take the streetway, you'd be kind of closer to it. But from where I was, that was it. But it was dope because then like it overlooks like from behind it, like you overlook all of the city. It's dope. Oh, that's probably great, like for pictures and shit, dude. Yeah, and that's like yeah, iconic fine. too. It's just like a cool spot to visit. But yep. Yeah, I think if I were to visit Cali, I'd go to San Diego first, and then I'd probably do San Francisco and then L.A. I don't know. San Francisco and L.A. are like two completely different vibes, but yeah. See, San Fran doesn't really interest me. I have like I have like no interest in going. I would to San love Fran. to get out to a Giants game in San Francisco, though. That would be cool. Like sitting in uh, right field, like right above the water. I feel yeah, like uh, their stadium is beautiful. Yeah, that would be dope. It'd be fun to be out there on a kayak too. Just bring like a little radio out there. Dude, go out there, listen to the around. listen to the game, kayak around, maybe smoke do some a fishing, dube. smoke a dube. Fire me up. Yeah, what? That sounds great. That sounds like such a fun dude. Imagine if you just went out there like on a hot summer day or like during a day game or like a night game with your friends and like linked up tubes and stuff and just sat out there and drank. And had yeah. some food. Yeah. Maybe you'll catch a home run ball. That'd be dope. That would be I sweet. would like to go tubing, but like I don't have any like rivers around here that I really trust that are like discreet enough. Yeah. I mean they have they have like I don't know about near you, but there's things that I've seen where it's like you you do like a I mean you've probably done this where you get like seven or eight of your friends and like you pay to like use this company's like tubes and they take you down the river and you just hang out and drink all day. Yeah, we actually did one like with Lex and MK and some of the homies um, on the Delaware River. But, I mean, it was fine, but I would like to do that where I don't have to pay to do it and just bring my own tubes and shit. Yeah, facts. Um, like, I used to listen to Chris Long a lot, and he was always talking about having, like, days on the river where he would just, like, sit on the river, like, fire up the um, Virginia or Virginia Tech games, whichever one I forget, but, like, I think it was Virginia. Fire up, like, the Virginia game on the radio and just, like, float down the river and drink beers and listen to the game. Yeah, that sounds amazing, dude. I would love to do that for like one like NFL red like just get red zone on the radio like with your boys and get like a nice sunny day crazy. on a Sunday. Dude, you know what I saw the other day and it was like golf courses should start like if golf courses really knew like their up and coming demographic, they should get the carts with that have the screens on them should just like oh pay three three dollars more on your round and you can have red zone for the day like on your on your t- little TV thing. How sick would that be, dude? I'd just going out golf Sundays. I would play every. I would never want to leave, dude. I would want to play thirty six holes all Sunday. I don't care. Play me through the night game. Get night golf. Night golf going. Get the lights going. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's true, and it's like perfect, right? Like if you think about like a four hour round of golf, four and a half. Like that's like if you if your tee times at one o'clock and you're starting when they're all kicking off, like you are there for like what you want to be there for. You could charge those tee times like at like. Premium rates. Yeah, 15, 20% more just for that fact. Like, yeah. oh, you'll get red zone starts. Like, you'll have the prime NFL prime tea, tea time or whatever. NFL prime tea time. That's what golf courses should start doing. Yeah. Because they just have to pay for one red zone package a year, right? I mean, I don't know how that works. I don't know. But... Yeah, I don't know how it works either. 
That would be that is gotta be like top ten best <clears throat> days of all time. Is you just get like yep. eighteen holes with your boys, red zone on the screen on your golf cart. Everyone's got their fantasy up on their phones. You're drinking beers, eating hot dogs, playing some golf. Ooh, hot dogs, dude! That's like my that is like my ideal version of heaven. If yeah, I die and go great. to heaven, and heaven's real, like that's what I want my heaven to be. I'm down. Just every day, every day for eternity. Seven hours of commercial free <laughs> football. <laughs> uh, uh, I just want the witching hour to come around. That's my favorite part of the day. I the witching hour gives me Sunday scaries. The witching hour, oh, like, makes me chuckle. The witching hour comes around and like one hour left. Like, uh, you got a whole seven days before you get this again. I'm just like, oh, I don't want it to end. <laughs> Can we add like four more? Can we just play double headers? Like, what's going on? <laughs> The Witching Hour is um, exciting, though. I will say that. Yeah, it is. Especially lately. Do you want to get into the doc now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kick it off with the MLB. Philly's fucking atrocious. Dude. Swept by the Braves. Um, Lost to the Blue Jays last night. 18 to 11. Lex, yeah. Lex, I'm taking a shit this morning. Lex, text me. How did the Phillies score 11 runs and lose? <laughs> <laughs> dude you know what's so funny is so as yankees fans i'll keep this quick but as yankees fans like we're kind of keeping an eye on like every blue jays game right now because the al east race is tighter than we would like it to be so i was getting updates of the phillies blue jays game last night and like they're getting blown out and then they put up like a seven spot and i was like oh what the fuck and then they're I, the next time i checked it was like 18 to 10 or something like that and i was like yeah they're dookie. what the fuck is this game i almost texted you and gave you shit for it but zero zero through two Right now with the Blue Jays. Okay. Um, how you feeling? How you feeling about them coming down the stretch? Are you confident in maybe getting out of the wild card and making a run? Or? Oh, I'm not confident that we get out of the wild card at all. Really? I think we get like like making it past the wild card round. Yeah, yeah. No faith. I think. Who are you going to make... be playing in the wild card? Either the Mets or the Braves. So right now we're in the third spot. Um. Oh, you guys are five and a half up on the Blue Jays. You should fucking win the division. Yeah, dude, but we've been it's the Yankees are so tough right now. I mean, I'll get into it and in when we get to the Yankees part, but uh let me get these wild card standing ups. I last I saw we were two and a half up on the Brewers. Um I think it's two now, but that's because I don't think the Brewers game has I think that's like including tonight's game. Because we yeah. were two and a half yesterday and Brewers and Phillies both lost. But so the Padres are one and a half ahead of us in the second wild card spot. And you're so in the it, third? If we finish in the third, we'll get the Cardinals in the first round. Dude, that could be a great series. That would and then dude, would that be, is like the perfect wild card matchup for baseball. It would be San Diego and, and Atlanta. Would be the other wild card match. I love dude, I love the three game series for the wild card now. It, 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 it adds so much more excitement. Um, but Phils have a four game series coming up with the Braves at home. I'm going to the game tomorrow. And is tomorrow game one, they're playing. Who yeah, are they playing now? The Braves playing or the, the Blue Jays. Blue Jays still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just last night and tonight, just a two game. Um, but then we have four against the Braves, and like, what if we get swept by the Braves at home? I if you get swept by the Braves at home, I feel like obviously. It's going to be a tough look, like going into the playoffs. Like, I feel like now, like right now, as a Phillies fan, 
if you can went into the playoffs and played the Cardinals, I'd have some confidence in the Phillies. Like that game, that's 50 50 to me, the Cardinals and Phillies. He's saying like a three game set, 50 50. But if you get swept by the Braves and then you're going it, you're like dragging into the playoffs, like that's that's tough. That's gonna be tough for morale. Yeah, but honestly, the Phillies, like after the Braves, they don't have a terrible schedule the rest of the way out. I know we talked about it last week, but so they got four with the Braves after tonight. And then they do a three-game series with the Cubs, four with the Nationals, and then three with the Astros to finish the season. But like we said, oh, yeah. Astros might be have everything wrapped up, right? They just clinched they the division. They already do, yeah. So yep. now they're just like fighting for the one seed. Which isn't even – I don't even think that's close right now. Um, I think the Yanks are like seven or eight games back on the one seed, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, the Astros have 98 wins and the Yanks have 89. Yeah. So, like, that's pretty much locked up that one seed. Yeah, so what – I mean, you're going to get the version of them that – I mean, baseball's weird, dude, because Because you want to go in hot. Yeah, you got to keep your guys in and you got to keep giving them at-bats. You don't want them to get, you know, a day or two off and kind of throw off their rhythm. Like, you got to keep the same guys you've been in there. You want to keep them hot. So, it's just – And it's not like they're not going to go 100%, right? Like, it's not like a physical sport where, like, okay, like, let me, like, chill. It's like – Let me save you my energy the unless pitcher. you're a pitcher. Right, like, yeah, that's true. The pitchers might be like that, but like, if you're a, if you're a batter, you know what I mean, or you're playing in the field, like, you're still you're gonna, gonna play hard every play. You're gonna, yeah. Every, there's yeah. like, <clears throat> there's no, excuse me, there's no payoff for not going hard. Right. That's why I love baseball, dude. That's why I love it. It's like every pitch, twenty seven outs. Like, it, there's no time where you can just kneel it or, you know, take your starters out and rest seven guys for half a game because you're blowing a team out. It's just right. same guys. 162 games. This shit is a marathon. You want to talk about your Yanks? Yeah, dude. Last night's game was so much fucking fun. Um, So Judge hit his 60th last night. The kid who caught his 60th home run ball was the coolest kid ever. Like, he just gave Judge his ball back and got a signed bat and a ball and a picture with Judge and, like, got to meet Judge and stuff. He wasn't, like, you know... He's like he's a baseball purist. You can tell the kid said he yeah. was like he was like this is Judge's accomplishment. Like if I was in his shoes, I would want my ball. Like I'm not going to demand anything crazy. Like I just want like the amount of things he's done for this organization and like the amount of fans he has here. Like I just want this to be like yeah. his 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 thing. And I was like, dude, I wish that kid got his 60 second because he would have done the same thing. If somebody gets a hold of his 60-second home run that breaks the record, like, and we get some guy who's like, oh, fuck you, give me a thousand million trillion dollars. Like, that's just, I mean, I don't know. If, like, I know 100% if I was in the shoes of the person getting his 60-second home run, I would be like, maybe at most give me season tickets for a year. But, like, I'd be, Judge, here's your ball. Like, you're fucking awesome. Like, I hope you stay with us. I just the amount of joy you bring me every night of my life for six months a year, like getting to watch you is enough for me, dude. Like, just enjoy it. Yep. But that was cool. And then so we went down, dude. We blew the game to the Pirates going into the bottom of the ninth inning. We're down three or no, we were down four. Judge hits his 60th. And then Giancarlo comes to the plate with the bases loaded with no outs in the bottom of the ninth. And he's been he's like since he came off I.L., like a month ago, he's been bad, dude. I think he's like fucking four, not even four, like two or three for like 40 something. Um, 
But I was just like, there's like John Carlos going to hit a home run, dude. Like, this is just like his spot. Like, he's confident in these spots and he's just going to do his thing. And the next pitch, he just barreled it up, put a line drive over the left field wall, and the whole stadium just erupted, dude. It was so cool. It gave me chills. Um, so hopefully that's like a great spark for us going into the playoffs. Um, I'm expecting us to win the win the division and get that first round wild card by and just head into the ALDS against you know the Guardians or you know whoever we would be playing. I don't know who it would be at this point, but I'm very confident in this team getting past the ALDS. And then once we find the Astros in the ALCS, if they don't fall apart, that's that's where we fucking get our money's worth, dude. I'm excited. Yeah, that'll be interesting, dude. I feel like the Astros have had the Yanks number this season. Dude, they've had the Yanks number for six years now. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, granted, one year, maybe two, hasn't been proven, but everybody in the baseball community pretty much comes to the agreement, unless you're an Astros fan, that they cheated in 2019 too. But yeah. it's like, dude, since my freshman year of fucking college, they have they just can't get past the Astros in the playoffs, and it's so annoying. Yeah. Um, I think that the Yanks will play if like it goes the way it's supposed to, or if it goes the way it is right now. Either Toronto or Tampa. That's and that's a those teams just fucking bring it to us, dude. Like that's not going to be an easy series if we play either of those teams. I think but we could win. Like we could easily win, but still, Tampa's only a half a game ahead of Seattle. So let's say Seattle jumps into that second wild card spot, and then they beat Toronto in the wild card. Then you'll you know. But Seattle kind of has our number two, bro. The few times we played them this year, they've beaten up on us. It's it's going to be so – like this playoff run for the Yanks is either going to be exactly what it's been for the past five years where we, you know, have a good team and Yankees fans all year are like, bro, like this is our window. Our window to win is now. We have right now the best player in the MLB, and it's not even close. Don't even get me started on the MVP race with Shohei. Oh, I won't. Judge, dude. That's – the fact that people can even sit here and like – suggest that Otani is the MVP just baffles my noodle. Like it's not close. And he's you don't want win. your noodle baffled. I don't want my noodle baffled. He's gonna he he's not going to. I'm not gonna say he's gonna, but right now, if the season ended today, he would have tied Babe Ruth's home run record before Maris broke it for the AL. He has the triple crown in his bag. He leads almost every uh offensive category in baseball, not even just in the American League, in the entire like Tired mm-hmm. 30 teams like he's this is the best season we'll ever see out of a player in my lifetime I think so what if he gets better dude you know it's so funny back in May the Yankees tweeted something or talking Yanks tweeted something about judge and I replied back to them in May I was like I feel like we still haven't seen his best and a bunch of like people in the Yankees community like found that tweet of mine from months ago and they replied like holy shit you called it holy shit you called it and I was like I mean I didn't call anything dude it's just watch like watching this man play baseball is that special like he's in a different league like it's you can't describe it any other way he's just in a different league of his own but I think it comes down to our pitching if our pitching stays healthy and can you know, hold it down, dude. I think we're, I don't know. So right this now is... he would win the AL triple crown. He doesn't have the best batting average in the NL. Well, Paul yeah. Triple... And Freddie Freeman both have more higher batting averages. Yeah. Triple crown is split leagues though. So there's two, like, obviously if one player had the triple crown in the NL, one player had the triple crown in the AL, that's how they would do it instead of, it's like the same yeah. how they do MVP. But I mean, dude, I saw a stat the other day and it was the only other players to have the triple crown were Mickey Mantle 
I think since Mickey Mantle, Mickey Mantle and Miguel Cabrera in 2012 won the Triple Crown. That's insane, like the whole dude. league. Yeah, that's. I mean, since like 1960 or whatever, 1950. No, I mean that's when... like Triple Crown from the whole league, not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just the yeah. AL. Or it might be AL. I'm not sure. Um, still crazy to even think about, dude. Yeah. Pete Alonso is only seven RBIs behind him. Behind Judge? Yeah, he's had a great year. He has. How many homers does he have? He's got to be like 30-something now, right? Uh, that's 34, me. 35? Have a look. He's at 37. 37? Guess who's second in the league in home runs? Kyle Schwarbaum, dude, of course. C, Poppy. He's only 20 behind Judge. Literally. <laughs> Schwarber has 40 home runs. He's in second. Yeah, yep. I wish that was not the truth, but it is. Um, I, I, dude, I love when people, because there's a, um, so the last time someone led the league in home runs by 20 was Babe Ruth, and he had more home runs than the team, like full teams had, like every other team in the league, he had more home runs than. But it's like, when you think about it, dude, he was hitting pitches that were 85 max in the breaking ball. There were no, there was no such thing as a breaking ball. Right. Judge is doing this against the best pitchers of all time, like collectively in the yeah. world. It's crazy. They were talking about on part in the interruption yesterday. I actually got to catch it. I was I just like happened to like flick on ESPN. I was like, ooh, uh, this is nice. I love I love me some fucking ESPN happy hour. Facts. Um so PTI was on and they were talking about what's bigger, Judge hitting his sixtieth and tying Ruth, or or maybe it was like Judge hitting sixty one or sixty two. Or pool holes hitting 700 career. That's tough, dude. It is because it's like at the on the one hand, it's like only so many have hit 60. I mean, it's right? only only five other players have hit 60 home runs before, right? And only well, there's been a few that have hit 700 with drugs, but like Babe and Hank Aaron are the only ones to hit 700 clean. Yeah, that's true. And it comes down, dude. At Pujols, and that, and it's Pujols, like a longevity thing. Oh, my God. I saw this on Facebook today. This is the perfect conversation. I saw this on Facebook today, and I said to myself mentally, I want to I want to talk about this on the pod. And I wouldn't have unless you said the last few sentences. But there was a tweet from Aaron Judge in 2013 that said, who's your favorite team and who's who are your favorite players? And he said, my favorite team is the Giants. My favorite players are Albert Pujols and Giancarlo Stanton. And someone screenshotted that and was like, dude, this is crazy because the two players that he named are like heavily connected with the season that Judge is having right now. Like right. Giancarlo's a teammate, obviously, and hit that walk-off Grand Slam last night the day he hit his 60th. And Albert Pujols is chasing 700. He's got like two left. And he's had an amazing, like Pujols has had an amazing season. He's had an amazing career, right? But if you look at like his last like three or four seasons, I feel like this is his best one out of best the last se- Yeah, dude. He's going out with a bang, bro. You gotta yeah. love it. You gotta and love it. What he's at? Is he at six ninety eight right now? I think he's at six ninety eight. They've got about dude, twenty games left. He's gotta come back. If he doesn't Has hit to. two, he's gotta come back. Well, you're gonna finish two short of seven hundred. Oh, I don't know, on. dude. Uh, a Rod fucking retired six short. He's at like six ninety four, and he was just like, yeah, 
That was the whole thing this year with him, like being broadcasting on ESPN. Everybody, every game you watch with him, they ask him about that. And like, do you regret not coming back and trying to hit 700? And he's always just like, no, blah, 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 blah. But like, you can tell it bothers him because he's A-Rod. That's just like the type of person right. he is. And because people are asking him about it. Right, right. It would bother me too if everybody was asking me about it. That's why I, I love the fact that my favorite player is Derek Jeter because like you always knew he was never going to even come close to 700 home runs. He's just going to slap slap a single down the right field line 3,000, 7,000 times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Dude's a stud. He's got over 3,000 hits but, for a reason. Dude, it's crazy now because Judge is doing both of that. Like, he's not only just hitting home runs and striking out every other time. He's, like, he's batting 316. He has right, a 1.2 OPS. It's insane. I was just going to say, he's third in the league in, in batting average as well. Yeah. And batting average is, like, an old, like, historic stat to even use. But, like, it still holds up to what he's doing. Like, his, yeah. his OPS is what you should be looking at, in my humble opinion. But to even have a batting average that high this day and age in baseball is incredible with what he's been doing. He's been having a good year. Never going to see it again, dude. I've just been trying to like soak it in every game. Like it's just been so fun to watch. It's awesome that's like my favorite current player. Like I've never had a favorite player that's had a season like this before. Obviously, like not many people do it, but yeah. even like when A-Rod won the MVP in 07, wasn't like anything like what Judge is doing now. Not even right. close. And like Jeter's like he's always been great, but he's never had like he Jeter is like he's such never an won an MVP character because he's never won an MVP and he's never been like crazy in like the stat categories. But like his clutch factor is through the roof. Like if you look at MJ, like MJ for sure has got that clutch factor. But he also was like leading the league in scoring. Right. You know what I mean? And so he has so won he had MVPs both. He and was, titles and he was like undoubtedly like like when he retired, he was undoubtedly the goat. Now he's either the goat or like one B. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yep. And with Jeter, like, I don't, like, there's some debate. He's probably, like, the greatest winner that baseball has ever seen. He's probably the greatest player. One of them. He's, I think he's, I think he's top 10. Definitely top top 10. Top 10, top 15. There's a lot of great players in baseball. The only thing is, dude, there's so many ways to slice it up because you can say. There's so many aspects. Cy Young, dude, fucking uh, Barry Bonds, even though he was juiced up. But, like. Roger Maris, Babe Ruth, but it's like, dude, you got to look at, like, that's the thing. There's never going to be a GOAT of baseball because, you have, one, you have to look at their era, which is true for most sports, but, like, baseball is just a forever changing game because of how much data and analytics is behind it, dude, that there's yeah. going to be different ways to play the game all the time. Yeah. So Jeter was, like, the GOAT of his era, the early 90s and, like, early 2000s, 2010s. Like he, that time period, he was the best player in baseball. He won five championships, was a 30,000 time all-star, like gold Glover, like stud. But nowadays, you know, I don't think Jeter would hold up in the type of baseball that's being played. Like other than that, the fact that he could hit against a shift, but there are just they different just ways wouldn't to shift against him. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, dude, what judges doing is wild. Yeah, I'm like kind of getting sad about the fact that there's only 20 games left in the MLB season because it's like creeping into my head knowing like, oh, it's going to be winter. The end of and, Judges' best season yeah, ever. End of that and also like, I don't know, just baseball in general is going to be over with soon. But if I didn't have yeah, football, dude. I wouldn't know what to do. 
you get seasonal depression bad when it gets cold and there's no baseball. Yeah, and I start watching the same fucking MLB 2022 top 100 plays, three-hour video highlight on YouTube six times a week. <laughs> I've already oh, watched boy. like I've already watched all the best of the month plays, best of half the first se- half. Like, <laughs> it's always you got too the much best time though. On your hands. It's always no, dude. It's the best thing to watch at night. Like, if I'm like going into bed and knowing I'm gonna sleep, I'll pull up like MLB like best plays of this year. And it'll just be like a two hour long like compilation of like the best diving catches or home runs or pitches or like wildest like most like random plays and shit like that. It's it's so entertaining. It's so good. And I can be on my phone and like being on sleeper and stuff, and I don't have to like actively watch a show to fall asleep. I can just be like That's true. Oh, Mike Trout just robbed a home run. Nice. <laughs> that was sick. Yeah. What else you got? <laughs> Um, on the dock, we got City and Arsenal in the Premier League. City and Arsenal get wins. There's a bunch of big names had games postponed this weekend. And I'm not really sure why. Was it because of the Queen? No, that was last week or that was two weekends ago. They just straight up canceled the whole week. Um, but like this weekend, Brighton Crystal Palace, Chelsea Liverpool postponed, Man U and Leeds postponed. So like Chelsea Liverpool Man U all didn't play this week. Damn. That's like a big slate of big big time games. Yeah. Just not being played. Um, but Arsenal still sit at the top of the table with 18 points. Man City and Tottenham right behind them at 17 apiece. My Arsenal boys, man. I fucking love to see that. Yeah. Keep it going. Um, Keep it rolling. I'm pretty sure they beat Brentford 3-0. I know that for sure. They had goals from William Saliba, Gabriel Jesus, and Fabio Vieira. Fabio. Dude, if your name is Fabio and you play professional soccer, you have to be a stud. Stud. Those are the rules. That's, those are just facts. Um, La Liga, nothing exciting. Union. Real Madrid uh, won the Derby. They did win the, the, they, the they Madrid, the, derby, the Madrid two, derby 2-1, right? Good game. I, I yeah. peeped a little bit of it. I was thinking about putting it on and then I just didn't. Um, But I was thinking about it. That's all I got for you. But I saw yeah, it, was it was 2-1. Yeah, it was a great game. Union, I think they drew this weekend in Atlanta, which is like not great because you really should be getting dubs against them. But they're <laughs> tied with LAFC with two games to go. Um, it doesn't matter because they're in separate conferences. Like I'm pretty sure they have the uh, the one seed locked up in the East. In the East, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they're only up by five points with two games to go, so they got to get a couple results. But like one win and they're good. Yeah. Um, who do they have left? They have Charlotte FC and Toronto. Is Charlotte any good? No. Charlotte is 10th in the East and Toronto is 13th in the East. So, All right. Lock up, there a, should be lock two up games a dub against win. Charlotte, dude, and just get it out of the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. There should be two wins. No funny business. Um, We're playing Pachuca. On this Saturday, I don't even know who the fuck Pachuca is. Yeah, what is that for? It's a club friendly. I don't know. They're they're in Liga MX. I don't know what it's all about. But we qualified for the Concacaf Champions League next year, so that's tight. We'll be back there. Ooh, that's gonna be some fun, interesting footy. Yeah, yeah. It when does that year. when does that start up? I think in the spring. All right. I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah, dude, it was fun last time we were in it. I'm going to try to get to a game, but they're super late. They start at like 9 p.m., even when they're in Philly. 
That's absurd. How do they expect to get anybody there, dude? Kids have school the next day. Yeah. I want to go, though. I wanted to go last the last time, but it was just the, like, the dates didn't work out. A super intimate, like, 11 p.m. start would be sweet if there was no like no crowd there. You just got to go, yeah. and there's, like, 20, 30 other just, people there. Yeah, and, like, you hear everybody shouting to each other on the Like pitch. a coastal game, but the union. But it's the union. Yeah, yeah that would be sweet. Some other team from Central America or yeah. Mexico. That would be sick, dude. That'd be so dope. Um, hopping into different kind of football, our American football, Americano. Week two in the bu- in the books in the, the butt. <laughs> Week two, um, put it in the butt. <laughs> the Eagles sure as hell did. Uh, had yes, some they worries did. after after playing Detroit. Had some worries with all the points we were giving up, dude. Yeah. Look, the defense did not disappoint. The defense came to play. They had like three or four turnovers. Slay had two interceptions. Justin, Justin Jefferson didn't do fucking shit. Kirk Cousins looked horrendous as he always does. Darius big play time. Slay looked insane. Went crazy. Yeah. Um, um I feel like I feel like we flip-flopped from week 1 and week 2, dude. Like the first like week 1 against the Lions, we put up a lot, our defense kind of let up a lot and we but we like kept scoring in week 2. Our defense was locked down, but then our offense kind of just disappeared after the yeah. half. Yeah, yeah, at the half. The defense or the offense in the first half was great, and especially like, you know, two-minute drill, like worked like halfway down the field and got a field yep. goal. Like, okay, it's only a field goal, but like those are the kind of like little things that add up where like what if you're what if it's a playoff and it's a tie game and now but you know, you've won in you've made this, you know, minute and a half drive at the end of the half, how many times? Why not just do it at the end of the games? Like, those kind right. of things are, like, are important to see. They were clicking on every fucking note on in the first half. And then in the second half, they sputtered, and they couldn't do shit, and it kind of sucked. Um, but it, it was great to see our defense just lock just step everybody up. up. Yeah, they're like, all right, our offense isn't getting shit together, so we got to stay on our toes. And, they, dude, they locked everybody up, man. Everybody, and it was awesome. Um, yeah. And after the game, Jalen Hurts, I didn't see his post-game presser, but, like, his, like, on-field interview when the game ended, he was like, we need to finish better. Like, that wasn't great. Like, we were not good in the second half. We got to finish games better on the offensive end. He was like, shout out to the defense, you know, for holding it down. But, like, we need to be better. And, um, you know, we're not – obviously, we're not there, like, where we want to be yet. Like, we should be – like, we you know, we can be and we will be better. And we just, you know, got to get better every day. And I was like – Thank you for having love, that mindset. I love this man. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is a stud. He's been like, amazing. If that, was, if that was Carson Wentz, he'd come out and be like, great win. Uh, our defense was great. Blah, blah, blah. But like Jalen came out and like addressed like kind of what Instant- the fans saw and instantly too. He was like, yeah. I know like what we did well, what we did wrong. Like acknowledge that it was still like a good team win. But he was like, we just got to keep getting better every week. And dude, that's what Super Bowl teams are made of, bro. Yep. Yeah, dude, love me some fucking Jalen Hurts. He became the first uh, quarterback in NFL history to throw for 300 yards, have an 80% or better completion percentage, and rush for two touchdowns. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. And, dude, yeah. when you think about it, he's – like, last year was his rookie year, essentially. Yeah. So he's, like, not – it's not like it took him, like, this super long time to kind of show us, like, his capabilities – like before this season, we were both on this podcast saying if Jalen Hurts can like put it together, he's gonna be a stud. And I remember Waldo specifically giving us shit for that take. Like yeah. I've told I told him that over Xbox so many times, and he would give me shit. And I remember him giving you shit for it and saying Mac Jones was so much better than Jalen Hurts. Dude, Mac Jones does not look good. 
Like, no. he doesn't and look good. My whole thing was if he could become a better passer, right? Because, like, obviously he's he had the legs last year. Right. Um, and he is a significant, like, a much improved passer. Yeah, dude, he's reading defenses a lot a lot better and is just like finding those pockets and hitting his targets. And another thing that I love seeing out of him is the plays where he knows when to throw it away or play. He throws dead. it away a lot. But and like it's, good. it's smart it's football, good. dude. I'd rather yeah. him do that than try to force it because when he tries to force it, he throws interceptions. And there were multiple games that I did on Colorcast last year. I think it was one of them was a Giants game at least, where we're in the red zone, like gonna get points, and he it's like, you know, third and whatever inside the red zone and he's trying to force a ball in because he wants a touchdown he doesn't want to settle for a field goal and then throw the pick yeah and it's like dude just take the three points at that point and like i don't know we'll see they haven't really been like in that situation in the red zone yet so we'll see like if he starts forcing shit in the red zone when they're on third down um but he looks good and like you know when they're in the middle of the field he is you know happy to just throw it away if nothing opens up he always scrambles and extends the play and then if nothing opens up after all the scrambling, then he'll just, you know, feel free to throw it out of bounds. Throw it up. He's either throwing it out of bounds or taking it up the field for 25 yards. Like, exactly. It's awesome. Dude, it's he'll awesome also gladly fucking scamper. Yeah. But um, honestly, dude, like I was very like I had positive like thoughts about this season for the Eagles. And I know a lot of people like even just in the general media were kind of like shutting them down like uh, like. We'll see. Like they have a lot of things have to come together to be good. They had a good off season with their additions, but dude, we look good. Like yeah, like we look really good. Like best team in the NFC. Good. I mean, yeah. granted, it's only been two weeks, but still. I think I saw the power rankings. I think we were like fifth in the NFL. Maybe no, maybe lower than that. Six, seven. Yeah, I mean, um, who else would you put dude, above us right the, now, dude? They had the Bucks at number three overall. Oh, that's absurd, bro. And I was like, absurd. dude, the Bucks ain't like that. No. And it's, you um, know, that's just media like bias because Tom Brady's there and they have some big names like at receiving. Yeah. At receiver, and they did but... win a Super Bowl a couple years ago. Yeah. They don't look good. No. Look at their two wins. You think they look like a good football team? Because I don't. No. Dude, they barely um, struggled against the Saints. I mean, granted, Tom Brady has struggled against the Saints for like four games in a row now, but still. Yeah. Um, they had the Bills and the Chiefs at one and two. That seems fair. Chiefs look yeah. nice. Chiefs look nice. Bills look incredible. Crazy. Um, um, let's get through the slate. Let's run through it. Okay. So we talked about the Chiefs and Chargers because we recorded late last week. Um, but Chiefs win. They're super legit, dude. The offense looks great. They spread the ball around, but dude, they're fucking good. Pat Mahomes is is legit, right? Like, I definitely had questions going into this season. Yeah, like because no Tyreek, Tyreek but- and. But, like, Kelsey's still there, and their wide receivers have been good enough, and Pat Mahomes is really fucking good. And Andy Reid yeah. also a stud. That little, like, sidearm pass touchdown that Mahomes had was, like, was that week one or was that week two? No, that was last week, and he had fucking Tyreek tweeting at him. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Yeah, Tyreek, like, tweeted something about how fucking crazy that throw was. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's just, that's a baseball player making an NFL pass, like, yeah. perfectly. Yeah, just dropping his shoulder, going sidearm, and knowing where he's going to get the ball, dude. He's so talented, so talented, bro. He's nice. Um, Patriots beat the Steelers. That game kind of sucked. Uh, mm-hmm. Nelly had a big touchdown. Nelson Aguilar, love to see that. Both of those teams just seem so mid to me. They're like the same team to me right now. Yeah, you know, like shit offenses, like- solid defenses, and just like 
the same culture. Yeah, yeah, dude, exactly. And it's just like I'm not excited watching like the Patriots or the Steelers right now, like in any nah. sense of the word. Nah. Um, Giants beat the Panthers by a field goal. I see people talking about the Giants being like all this in a bag of chips, and I'm like, boss, are you? They're for not real good, right dude. Now? They've barely beat bad teams. Exactly. Look at who they beat. They're two and zero. They beat the zero and two Panthers and the zero and two Browns, who just fucking or the zero and two the Jets. Oh, the yeah, Panthers. I mean, lost well, to the Browns, I mean, either, lost to the Jets. even so, but yeah, but also the Titans just got smoked by the smoked. Bills. Granted, it was the Bills, but still, absolutely boat raced. Yeah. Um, the Jets had a crazy comeback against the Browns. That was a fun one. So the Browns would have won if Nick Chubb need the ball at the one because of like how much time was left and the Jets had no timeouts. If he wouldn't need the ball at the one, they would have been fine. But instead, he scores the touchdown. They go up 13. Joe Flacco marches down the field, gets him a touchdown with like a minute and a half left, right? Kick the onside kick, recover it, go right down the field, get another touchdown to go up one. And they end up catching the, the dub thirty-one thirty. Yeah, but if you're Nick Chubb, like I feel like you're not even thinking that far ahead. Like, like oh, this touchdown's gonna put me up thirteen with how much time was left? Like two minutes. Yeah, four minute, two to four minutes left. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's just tough to go back and see though. If you're Nick Chubb, you're like, damn, hunt it, pay. Could have just. But been it's just crazy how it works knee. out. Yeah, that's wild. Football's awesome. Football is awesome. Um. The Colts get shut out by the Jaguars 24 nothing. They look bad. bad. The Colts bad. look horrible. It's so this is like a disappointing season. Like because of the Colts and another team that we'll get to later, but dude, high expectations for the Colts, dude. I took them to win the fucking AFC South. I took them to probably hit their over on wins maybe. Like they like they were decent last year. Yeah, and they, dude. And then they and then they went from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan. I'm saying Matt Ryan's fucking all that. The dude's old, but he's a fucking better quarterback than Carson Wentz. I thought better quarterback. He's a veteran, dude. Like you'd think he'd it'd kind of bring some like culture and leadership to the team that I I feel like they were kind of missing with Carson Wentz at the helm. But dude, they look and bad. They're just bad, dude. And they're not using JT very well. Granted, they had no, no. Michael Pittman this week, but like I don't care, bro. You guys and, are bad. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's still early enough in the season to where they could figure it out and still go win nine or 10 games, maybe more if they figure shit out and stay healthy. But like, there's not even like a scratch of like chance of me, like thinking that they're going to be back. Nope. Since 2020, which is a super small sample size, but it's important because it's since they expanded the playoffs to seven teams in each, no Owen two team has made the playoffs, but it's such a small sample size. Yeah, that's still crazy though, because it's only you would think it's only two games that you're already in exactly. the loss column. Like teams aren't you can't define a team like obviously after week one going into week two and after week two you kind of have an idea of the definition of like how teams are gonna be, but I feel like it's still so early. So early. Um Dolphins, Ravens, bro. This game. game was crazy. Dude, the NFL has been blessing us with some games. Yeah. Week one, I thought was wild. Week two, he fucking topped it. Yeah. Um, this game was crazy. Tua threw for four touchdowns in the fourth quarter alone. He finished with he had six total, didn't he? 469 and six. Two picks, but 
469 and 6. Fucking absurd. Yeah. Jalen Waddle, 11, 171 and 2. Tyreek Hill, 11, 190 and 2. The first pair of wide receivers to go for like 150 plus and two touchdowns each ever. Huge. That's crazy. Took dude. two games for them to do it. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's crazy. Like having that speed. I think I think like we saw in that game what speed gets you as like an NFL team. Yeah. Dude, like speed is more might be more valuable than like security. You know what I mean, dude? Like if you're just taking right. those chances down the field and your guys can blow by everyone in the defense, like Quez Watkins fucking bomb touchdown this week was yep. you know, ten yards past the closest defender. Yep. Um I saw this crazy video today. Some dude flipped the entire like game from the Ravens and the Dolphins game. So Tua was now a righty. And I watched it. And this dude, he does not throw with his lower body at all. He's just Tua? Flick of the wrist. Look at the flick of the wrist. That's it. Dude, he's like not slipping into his throws and he's launching the ball sixty yards downfield to Tyree Kill in the end zone. Yeah, that's kind of wild to think about, it's dude. Crazy. I feel like that's how a lot of lefties in football throw, like lefty quarterbacks. Like Michael Vick was kind of the same way, dude. Yeah, when he dude, he, football, he doesn't like step into it at all. He has no lower body. He just whoop. And he throws bombs. Dude, yeah. Wild, wild stuff. Um, two was a lot better than I thought. I should have traded for him in some of our Superflex Sciency Leagues. I definitely could have, and I did. Yeah, I really – I wish I drafted him as like a backup. I was – I was I had so many drafts this year where I had the option, but I just passed on it because I was like, eh, like maybe like – he probably won't drop to waivers because he has Tyreek and Jalen Waddle now, but like maybe I can buy low on him if he starts out lo- like kind of cheap. Great. But I mean, you can't buy low on the guy when he puts up fifty points in week two. Nah. Um, Bucks beat the Saints twenty to ten. Honestly, Sloppy it was game. such a fucking boring game, other than the brawl. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. There were like some mixed reviews on the brawl. I thought I. I mean, I loved it. I love when people fight, especially yeah, you know, it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, Mike Evans or Marshawn Lattimore was chirping the whole Buck sideline, and then Brady walked past, and he was chirping Brady, and then Leonard Fournette was like, "I'm going to step in," and they kind of pushed a little bit, and I think it would have ended there. And then Mike Evans comes from the sideline. Apparently, Bruce Arians told him to go fight, and he comes running from like gets like a 12 yard like head start and just blasts Marshawn Lattimore, <laughs> and a fucking brawl ensued. Um. Mike Evans got suspended for a game. I don't know if anybody else got anything. I think he was actually the only one that got a suspension. Lattimore didn't get suspended? I don't think so. I, I mean, I don't think he really deserved it. Like, no, what did he, he was do? just talking shit. He, wasn't, he was like, just talking physically. shit, and like he gave like a, like him and Fournette both gave each other small shoves, right? Yeah. Like, if that was all that it was, okay. And then Mike Evans comes out of fucking nowhere and sprinting levels full the speed guy, and blows him. this man yeah. up. Yeah. Um, it was fun, though. We like it. Yeah. Hey, I saw it happen. I was like, oh, 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 shit. Dude, like, <laughs> the was... entire night, even, like, to when the fucking Packers-Bears game was on, Lex was like, can we just keep showing the fucking brawl from the, <laughs> from the Bucks game? Like, that's more entertaining. <laughs> She's not wrong. Nope. Lions beat the Manders 36-27. The Lions are legit. On the I, love, I love, like, a solid Lions team, dude. Me, too. I don't know why. They're, They're... just, like... The little the brother to NFL fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the offense can put up points. I like it. Amon Ra is fucking nice. DeAndre Swift is nice. Yeah. Um, they're good. They got some good things going on over there. And the commanders have a solid offense through two weeks. Carson Wentz is looking pretty good over there. I in snagged the room. Carson Wentz and uh coastal chicks because 
I had Dak, and he got hurt, obviously. And I was like, all right, I'll take Carson Wentz for week two. I was like, but I don't know if I can trust him two weeks in a row. And I was, like, terrified because he started out terrible with a couple picks and shit. Yeah. And, you know, he got together. And he ended up putting, I think, 33 points. I'll take it. That's the thing That's the thing that kind of scares me with him, though. Like, what if he has games where he starts off terrible and doesn't, like, get a bunch of, like, garbage time points? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But. I get that. Um, Niners beat the Seahawks 27-7. to Trey Lance breaks his ankle. Done he's, for the year. He got surgery on Monday. He's done for the season. Um, R.I.P. Clay. R.I.P. Clay for sure. Jimmy <laughs> G steps in though, leads him to victory. I saw this take on Sports Center. I think the other night. Um, I think it was Tuesday, like after the or no Monday after the game, and they were saying like, dude. Trey Lance was, like, still developing, so having Jimmy G in there now, like, almost puts the Niners at a better chance to win now instead of, like, having, like, this franchise quarterback in Trey Lance. Yeah. And I agree with it. I was like, dude, like, yeah, I, I have more faith in the Niners offense with Jimmy G in there than I do Trey Lance. Not saying Trey Lance isn't good or can't be good, but, like, for right now, this year, like, they've I think almost got better. I for everything for fantasy, and I think it gives them a better chance to win. Yeah. I agree. Right? Like, you think about fantasy, like, their receivers are probably going to get more passing yards. I think it's really big for my fucking Debo Samuel share that I have in fucking Orchids. And the running backs are going to get more work because it's not Trey Lance running Trey Lance. Right. He, like, Elijah Mitchell, if he didn't get hurt, would go from, like, a Miles Sanders to, like, I don't know. Maybe somebody who scores some touchdowns because Sanders sure shit came with Yeah, like a James Conner or something. Yeah. Um... But we'll see. That's going to be fun. Seahawks, not good. They're a dookie. That's Bad. all I got. Um, Rams-Falcons. Rams win 31-27. They almost blew it. Yeah. The Rams don't look like the same team at all. The Rams don't look great. And you know what? I'm pissed. Because Allen Robinson scored a touchdown that got called back in that game. I saw that. I saw he that and immediately thought of He scored a whole touchdown. Yeah. A whole <laughs> touchdown. And then they said, actually, some dude... Sitting fucking 200 yards in the sky told us that he thinks somebody got hurt. So we're going to have to cancel that last play. Even though everybody played it, you know, the whole fucking play went on. Nobody was like, oh, it got blown dead. Everybody played the entire snap the entire way through. And the touchdown was scored. We're going to replay it. We're going to do that one again. Yeah, that's so annoying. Fuck yourself, Zebras. That kind of has that kind of has some like, I'm not going to say indications, but like you got to bring up some questions about like match fixing. Like that's. Like, dude, if the whole play is played and there's no reason to stop until, like, at, like if, you know, someone's hurt, like, after the play, then go tend to that guy. But, like, the play was already made. I don't understand why, like, this is being called. There's no reason to call this and bring yeah, it back. They tried to blow it dead, like, in the middle of the play. Granted, it was, it was like a five-second play. It was really quick. And so, you know, they tried to blow it dead three seconds into the play. It was already more than halfway over. Yeah. And, but, like, at that point, dude, the play is already... It's done, dude. It's Just already developed. Stand. Right, yeah. Plus, don't you know I have him on my team? Yeah. But the NFL is probably like, oh, we need to like pay attention to this. We need Because this is what they do. Well, this is what the NBA does. They have every offseason, they have points of emphasis. And they're like, okay, we're going to focus on this. Like These are the calls we're going to – and the NFL does it too, actually. I remember them talking about it. Uh, Mike Pereira was talking about it. I like him a lot when he comes on. Um, but they talk about what their points of emphasis are going to be. Like this week they were talking about um, – contact between the 
uh, receiver and cornerback after five yards and the NFL that's like one of their points of emphasis this offseason and this year is like to make sure that if there is contact after five yards like Like call call it it. because that's what keeps the balance between wide receivers and defensive backs right it's like inside of five yards do whatever you want outside of five yards it doesn't matter how you know how much you affect them. There's no judgment. We're taking the judgment out of it. If it's after five yards and you're making contact that like you know impedes their route at all, we're calling it. Right. Um, that's how he explained. That. I was like, oh, actually, I kind of like that. Um, but it probably is a point of emphasis this year to be like, all right, medical spotters, if you see somebody and you think they took a hit to the head and they might have a concussion, we're gonna blow the plate dead. No matter like what, how long into the play it happens. Yeah. Or, you know, and the medical spot is probably like, well, you know, my performance is going to be evaluated on whether or not I, like, you know, spot this. I'm a fucking spotter. That's what I got to do. Right. No, that makes sense, I guess. It's, but it's annoying how it plays it out. Is an, it is annoying because it's like in the moment. You're like, fuck, but yeah. it makes sense. And it's like they're doing it because they want to, like, crack down on concussions, I guess. Right. And, like, oh, we're getting yeah. smoked in the dome. Wasn't last year was, like, the lowest like concussion rate ever wasn't it probably i, know, I saw that i saw that they got all these new somewhere. rules yeah which is like good i guess it's good but it's not that entertaining i want to see somebody i want to watch brian dawkins take someone's neck off <laughs> yeah. oh my god did you watch the bills game uh yeah i thought dane jackson was fucking dead or maybe that's not his name but i think that's his name what he, on what play? He was the one that got taken off in the ambulance. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Bro, he got hit by his teammate, and I saw the replay, and it was like so he was like tackling with his stomach to the ground, and his helmet was like on his numbers on his back. <laughs> and yeah, I literally dude. thought that he got decapitated in real life on the field. <laughs> I thought he was dead, decapitated, no head. Oh and, my like, god. I watched a video of it and it literally was like I had to click see video because it was like this is disturbing. This is bad content. <laughs> um and it made me like nauseous. Like it made me feel like shit. And whatever whatever came out about him, did they he say was he fine. was okay? He, yeah, yeah, I I was like on Twitter like searching him and then I saw somebody was like he's like has full like movement of all of his extremities like he's like uh, you know alert in the hospital blah 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 and then he got released the next like obviously there's a bunch of testing and stuff that he needs to do i don't right. think he's gonna be suing up this week but i'm glad his head's not fucking somewhere <laughs> else <laughs> could you imagine if some shit like that happened like in a game like that was nationally televised like dude, we just it, had to watch somebody it die it like... is upsetting me my stomach to think about it right now yeah oh dude what a vibe killer. Come on, dude. I'm just trying to chill out B-dubs and eat some wings. Why you got to go out and die? Dead ass. That's fucked up. <laughs> um, Cardinals and, Ra- and Raiders. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Cardinals and Raiders. That game was crazy, too, Yeah, bro. Kyler Murray said, all right, I, just, I watched a little bit of film this week. Them boys, Raiders were up 20 nothing at the half. Cardinals make the comeback. They're down 16. Get a touchdown. Get the two point conversion on the craziest play ever. It was fucking like literally Titus like window it, throw. It, it took like a minute and a half. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the second two point conversion. Was the window throw? Oh, the window the throw. First oh, one, yeah, the one the that first they reviewed. One, he ran around and was fucking scrambling for mad long. Um, 
and it took like a minute, but it took no time because it was it's an untimed play. It's the two right. point conversion, and then score another touchdown. Score the two point conversion on that crazy tight throw and the catch in the back of the end zone. Um, going to overtime, tie, tie it up. Going to overtime. Hunter Renfro fumbles. They recover it. Hunter Renfro fumbles on the next play. <laughs> he gets blown. He got blown up by Isaiah Sanders. Yeah, fucking smoke. Yeah. It was a great hit. It was a clean hit. It was it was amazing. Um, Byron Murphy scoops it up, runs it, you know, all the way back, scores a touchdown, almost throws the ball out of his hand before he crosses before the Before he crossed line. the line. I saw that. <laughs> Could you imagine, Ooh, dude? Oh, my God. <laughs> that you're, You would never hear the end of that. Nope. From your teammates, nope. ever. And then Kyler Murray got fucking punched or slapped in the face walking out of the fucking stadium by a Raiders fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like... Like classic Raiders, like you know what? Energy. So far, I haven't seen anything about any of the birds fans fighting, but I saw a lot of fans fighting after week one. I saw a bunch of Cowboys fans beating the shit out of Pirates guy, some dude in a Pirates jersey. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, it's not, it's wrong sport, wrong fucking city. Like, it's not even the opposing city. You guys didn't play the Steelers, and they fucking suck. They're the most non confrontational <laughs> team of all time. How are you fighting the Pirates guy? <laughs> That's so true, dude. Oh my god. That's so funny. You know what I saw today regarding fans was like the Mount Rushmore um, of Eagles fans. And it was like the Ag- Aguilar drop guy. Yeah. Uh, it was the the guy with the Eagles hat on at the bar. Monty. Monty. Um, the the uh, chick from the it? stands. The one that yells, that's bullshit. And like, there's like gifts of her. It was from last year. No, she wasn't on there. Who the fuck oh, was it? Dude, oh, she's great. It was the... Two years, bar city, yeah, yeah. kid. Um, and then the dude that has all the Philly mascots tatted on him. Oh no! You know who it was? It was some guy getting arrested for trying to like steal something from somebody's house. And as he's like getting cupped in the car, he just goes, "Go birds, go birds!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's a lot of good Philly fans. There are, dude. I-, I watched that video like four times through today. Just just cheese, and I was like, it was so good. I think an honorable mention obviously has to be the "Go Birds" kid. That shit's yeah. iconic. Yeah. But still, I was like, that's um, a good group. He gets honorable mention. They have the fat dude that has like all the mascots tatted on his on his stomach. Like he has like the Philly fanatic. Like, you know, he has like the long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. has that's like his belly button is a Philly fanatic's fucking <laughs> mouth. Um, but like he's always at all the games shirtless, even in fucking December and shit, because he has like birds tattoos and shit all over him. Yeah. Um and then yeah, like I said, the lady that, that was in like she was in like the first row behind the end zone last year and the refs made a bad call and she was like that's fucking bullshit and like you can just read her lips like she was literally on national television she's a legend yeah that's awesome and then obviously the fucking we're talking about the fightings but that's just for feeling about the fight the fightings said <laughs> that's my favorite i saw um there's just wow there's just one girl from philly that i follow and she like quote tweeted something about the birds and it was just said and all caps. <laughs> I was like, ah. there's a video from 2018 i think it was like during our playoff push towards the super bowl with uh barcel big cat and roan and big cat was like interviewing roan at the tailgate of a birds game and he was just like and one last thing are the eagles are the birds gonna win the super bowl and for some reason in just like a scottish accent he's just going off about how the birds are gonna win a super bowl uh carson wentz is gonna mvp win an MVP, and at the end, he just goes, and one more thing, 
fly, eagles fly, and just gets everyone around him singing it. But he's like singing it in a Scottish accent, dude. It's so <laughs> it's so funny. I like Ron a lot. Yeah, he's my favorite Barstool guy. Same. They're doing um Barstool Palooza right now, and I think every Barstool employee has like their own co- code. And if you shop with their code, you get ten percent off. And wh- whatever person gets the most sales, I think they get like fifteen thousand dollars. So all I saw was a uh, Smitty tweet about it, and he was like, he posted a video with it, and he was like, look, like if I win, I'm giving the fifteen thousand dollars to one person who like used my code, blah blah blah. Um, so I'm just guessing that that's how it works. That's dope. I don't really know, but I was gonna get it from Roan, but I didn't see his fucking thing. He didn't like tweet about it with his with his thing. I think he did like later in the day because I was looking at yeah, his Twitter probably, earlier. But probably, I'll go peep it. I'll get some shit. Um, Barcel's got good stuff. Yeah, their shop is dope. I have a bunch yeah. of Barcel stuff. I think I want to get. They like have Yankee like shirts. a uh, be a decent person hat. Yeah, I think I might want to get one of those. And um, they had something else. Oh, they have a bunch of golf stuff that I actually really like. Oh, their golf shit is awesome, dude. I have a few Barcel golf shirts. They're my favorite. Yeah, so I think I might get like one or two of those, and then maybe a hat. I and have just, one know, to support the boy Roan. I have one that's like it's a golf shirt. It's white and it has a bunch of pine trees on it, and on the back, like collar, it has the Colorado flag on it. It's fucking Ooh. awesome. I know they have crew necks that are like like a bunch of different like tigers golfing. Oh, that's I want to cool. get that. That's fresh. Just like obviously you know tiger tiger and shit. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I might I might see if I can snag that. Uh, what else we got on here? Devontae Adams had two fucking catches. That's yeah, the Raider, the Raiders' offense isn't really what Not good. it's shaping out to be or what Not. it was going to be. Texans, Broncos, fucking snooze fest. This the was the other, the other disappointing team I was talking about. The Broncos are don't yeah. look good, dude. Such high expectations. In every league that I have Russell Wilson in, I'm looking for a second quarterback. Yeah, I don't want to looks- drop Russ because they're, I still think that – they can get it together and you know maybe build some chemistry and get something moving. But like, right, but you don't want to start him now. I can't start Russell Wilson right now. No, yeah, I don't blame. Like, you. I might start Jared Goff or fucking Trevor Lawrence over him next week. I'm not even fucking exaggerating. Trevor Lawrence not looking too bad, dude. No. Um, Cowboys beat the Broncos twenty to seventeen. Wasn't expecting that the, the or the Bengals. Sorry, the Bengals fucking suck. Apparently, yeah. their own too. Um, I they're probably the one team out of those teams that I like could turn it around that I would be I would bet on them to be the team to turn it around and like be the bangles of what we are expecting. I agree. Um and apparently their O line was supposed to get better this offseason. Looks bad. Joe Burrow had seven sacks week one and six last week. Yeah. Granted looks bad. Let's let's give a little bit of credit where it's due. Week one was, you know, mostly TJ Watt was in the game for most of the game and the Steelers or week one, sorry, and week two was Micah Parsons. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah. It, it was solid defensive lines, but still, seven and six sacks is really bad. That's a lot, yeah. Um, Packers shitted on the Bears. Aaron Jones went crazy. We already talked about that. The Bears are bad. Justin Fields bad. Bad. He had, a, he had eleven pass attempts in four quarters of football. That's insane. That is horrendous. Yeah, I'm glad I stayed away from like anybody on their offense in all my drafts. I got a couple shares of Darnell Mooney that I'm dropping. <laughs> yeah, I had him last year when he was like good for the second half, but yeah. I don't know. 
And it was like, oh, he's going to be like, he's going to dominate targets. Yo, when there's only 11 fucking total targets, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I'm definitely a little bit bitter because in my same game parlay that I had for the Sunday night game, there was one leg that didn't hit. Ask me what that leg was, Johnny. What was that leg, Kenneth? It was David Montgomery, 15 plus receiving yards. Do you know how many receiving yards David Montgomery finished with? 14. Yes, on two catches. <laughs> Oh man, Literally that's go just fuck like yourself. that's one more. Just like reach out, and yeah. that hits. He had two targets though. It's not like he was dropping. You know, like he dropped anything. Right, right. He caught both the balls that were thrown to him, probably behind the line of scrimmage, and got seven yards out of both seven of them. On each one. At yeah. halftime, I checked, and he was one catch for seven yards. And I was like, "Oh, yeah. dude, we'll get that in the second half." <laughs> yeah. Nope. Not with Justin Fields at the helm. Horrendous. There's no monsoon to. Uh, blame it on this this week either nope i like david montgomery in fantasy though as like a running back i think he's gonna be solid he gets good work yeah non-ppr running back that's true <laughs> that is true um and then we want to talk about the birds on monday night but we got the bills shitted on the titans yeah the bills I are mean, amazing there's not much to say about the bills other than the fact that they should they be look the fucking amazing yeah the defense cannot be stopped. No Gabe Davis. Don't fucking matter. Stephon nope. Diggs went crazy. That's pretty Josh much all. Allen, I mean, stud. their run game defense is, is really good. their weakest point of their team, but it doesn't stop them from scoring points at all in the slightest. I had a, I had a parlay that was um, Ryan Tannehill, one-plus interceptions, and Bill's money line. And it was the easiest money I've ever made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was funny because in our our Foot Clan dynasty matchup, both of mine and Kenny's uh, super flex spots were quarterbacks, and I had Tannehill and he had Matt Ryan, and they combined for one point four eight points total. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Um. Hey, I'm gonna be in the same boat that I was last year, which is starting a fucking wide receiver in my super flex position. I might be there soon too, dude. My my Ryan Tannehill and Mac Jones are my quarterbacks in that league right now. I'm not starting Matt Ryan, I tell you that much. They're playing the Chiefs this week. I'm not starting Matt Ryan. Yeah, I don't blame you. Anybody's going to be better at that point. Yeah. And that's how it was last year. Matt Ryan was so bad, I literally couldn't start him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I'm I had the chance to stuck. trade for Tua this offseason, and I didn't, and I fucking should have. Dude, me fucking too. I had such high expectations for my Foot Clan team. I thought it was really good, like top to bottom. I thought it was fucking stellar, and I still do. Nobody's performing, and I fucking traded Kyle for Kyle Pitts. I don't know why the dude sucks, <laughs> and it's just tough scenes out here. I'm fucking zero two, and I thought that I had like a legitimate shot to win that league this year, and now I do not. Dude, my wide receiver two in that league is fucking Robert Woods, so I'm in the same boat as you, bro. At least well, I got Darren Waller. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read you my Foot Clan team. Right now, the people in my starting lineup, Justin Herbs, James Conner, Javonta Williams, Christian Kirk, Allen Robinson, Kyle Pitts, A.J. Dillon, Cortland Sutton, Matt Ryan. That sounds like a decent roster to me. Who's on my bench? Alvin Kamara. That's really the only good running back. Um, <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> uh, but then at wide receiver, Isaiah McKenzie had a great week one. Hunter Renfro, C.D. Lamb, who's not in my lineup. Chase Claypool, Devonta Smith. Drake London, Johan oh, Dotson. Man. Dude, like my bench is stacked for wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. Um, Devonta, Devonta would have been a good play. And I then mean, I have Tyler Higby. 
I have Will Disley, who's not good. He had a good week one, but he's not good. And then Kylan Granson, who I like a decent amount. He's 24. He's had a couple solid weeks. But like hey. he had seven targets in week one. So I'm kind of like kind of banked on him for the future. Because yeah, Kyle a- Pitts can't be the future at my tight end. Hey, dude, listen. All I'm saying is when we made that trade, uh, guys in that league were giving me shit. But so far, it's been in my favor. Granted, it's only been two fucking weeks. but And it's a dynasty it's, league, so two weeks of the first year. And but here's still. the other thing. It's a dynasty league, and both of our teams are ass. It's not like It's not like you're competing for a title right now. Dude, exactly. I'm not even going to be. It's, I'm, I'm in a So that's why you should have kept right Kyle now. Pitts. If you're in a well, rebuild, is, you should keep Kyle Pitts. Yeah, dude, but like, I don't know. for Darren Waller is nothing to do in a rebuild. Yeah, but I got Isaiah Likely and a draft pick, so. That's true. But you also give up a draft pick. Yeah, what I give you a third? You gave me a second? What? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take that, dude. Maybe get a nice quarterback in the second round next year. Gonna need it. Next year's uh, quarterback draft class is supposed to be nice, so I'll take a a stud rookie quarterback that I can build for a few years with Darren Waller to hold me down for now, and maybe Isaiah Likely comes into play. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like Likely. Isaiah Likely. I also have bias towards him, obviously, because he's a yeah. coastal bull. But also, like, he's proven like throughout his career, whether that be at college and like the few preseason games he's got, that he has the talent to be in the NFL. It's just a matter of him getting a chance. Yeah, hundred P. Um, so I want to talk about our fantasy, our fantasy league, the random roommates fantasy league. Um, right. let's do let's do it then because we didn't have time to do it last week. But I would like yeah. you know, I would like to discuss our podcast league on our podcast. Yeah, let's get the uh, people informed. So last week we sucked. Um, we'll give you the weekly report real quick. Trubisky business at the top with 176. Clay Cole at the bottom with 68. Crazy fucking difference. Yeah. Um, I guess let's run through like some of the matchups or something. Who do we play week one? Week one, you and I played Bango Bagani. Bango. And we took a fat L. Whooped our ass too. Week two. We played the ever so lovely Lex Artis. I'm like trying to click this and it's just not clicking. Lex, like whole... I know you're fucking listening to this and I don't know if this is a glitch or not, but why is your team named Team Alex- Alexis Artis? That what is, is a that glitch. bullshit. That is a glitch? For me, it's showing Team Alexis Artis. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not a glitch. That's how, that's like the default. It's like team and then your username. Yeah, so she hasn't made a team name yet. No, she doesn't. She hasn't. She what needs to change it. What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah. We're over here she... double-cheeked up with Camara virus, and we're playing Team Alexis Artis. We lost 138.1 to 139.8. Tough season for tough. your boys. Yeah, dude. It's and even it's worse like when it's James Conner doesn't get hurt, and you could have like easily won that game if you just got like two or three more snaps. Literally. Literally. Um, but Bango wins again, beats, uh, Steph digs my Dak. Um, which is like funny. Cause it's like, Ste- like he digs it. Like he digs your Dak. Yeah. Like, Steph Dak digs is my like Dak. Your, your wiener. And also Stefan digs double yeah, entendre. Yeah. Boom. Um, Steven Frilly, Friley. I don't know. Somebody correct me on how to pronounce it. 
smoked uh, or yeah. beat Emery. He, his, his team name is I'm about to go Hamler. But KJ Hamler's kind of buns this week. Uh, Trubisky Business beats the Milwaukee Beers 176 to 133. Team Dunkwoody beats Bishop Sycamore 104 to 68. And Team Mayo beats Texas Loadhouse 136 to 118. Team um, Mayo. Oh, Trubisky Business had a nice week. Put up yeah, 176 points. Yeah, they went crazy. When we look at the standings, we got three 2 0 teams. It's um, Quacktown Ducks, Team Mayo, and Team Dunk Woody. And then a bunch of one and ones. I'm about to go Hamler, Stephen Frilly, Trubisky Business, Texas Loadhouse, Alexis Artis, and Steph Diggs, my Dak. And then three 0 2 teams. Come here, Virus. Come here, Virus. Milwaukee Beers and Bishop Sycamore. Hey, we may be 0 2, but we've moved up two spots, so. Yeah. Got to find the positives here. Hell yeah, dude. All about that points for action. Um, We got dicked in waivers this week. We were going we after did. Gerald Everett and Jimmy G, and we didn't get either of them. No. Um, well, Bango got Jimmy G for $50. For $50, bucks. yeah. Shout out Bango for having the nuts to do that. I respect it. Yeah, dude. That's fucking half your budget. We wouldn't have gotten him because Frilly put up fucking 36 for him. Yeah, um, Sterling Shepard had two bids. That was kind of surprising. I, I, I was peeping Sterling Shepard a few times in the waiver wire this week. Yeah, I thought about going for him too. Gerald Everett, we were fucking fourth in the bidding list, and we wouldn't we wouldn't have gotten him either. Yeah, well, maybe we can go make a trade for a quarterback in that league because we kind of need one. Yeah, Matt Ryan in our super flex is not ideal. Um, I wouldn't mind trading for a QB, dude. I think that would be a smart move. Wonder who would be willing to give up. Maybe we can give Bango like fifty-one fab for him. For Jimmy G. Yeah, he paid fifty. <laughs> he makes so a dollar profit. <laughs> hey, I'm who, trying to look at teams. Other, who's Bango's other quarterback? Um. Somebody in Marcus Mariota. It's uh, Matty oh, Stafford. Stafford, yeah. Hmm. I'm I'm like contractually not allowed to trade with Lex. Why is that? Because she gets most of her fantasy and advice from, me. from you. Yeah. So it would just be me trading with myself. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Who's got all the quarterbacks in this league? Because I'm looking no, at the teams. No, I was just I'm looking, looking at through it. every team, and it's like teams have two quarterbacks. Like some have three, but like the teams that have three, it's like Dak Prescott's on the bench, Deshaun yeah. Watson's on the bench, or there's nobody on the bench, and they only have two. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? How could this be? Is there anybody available on waivers? No. Ah, oh, dude, Davis Mills is there. Cooper Rush, Joe Flacco, Jacoby Brissett. It's Mayo that has all the quarterbacks. Does he? <laughs> He's got Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Jameis Winston. Oh my God, bro! Four fucking quarterbacks. He's got all the quarterbacks. <laughs> None that I uh, even really want. 
No. Nah. Other than obviously Herbert, but I wouldn't want to have to trade for him. Nope. All right, so who do you got in week three? Oh, Steph digs my deck. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. He's got James Robinson in his super flex. So if Matt Ryan doesn't act a fool, we've got a decent chance. I know. He's got Kansas City. And like, Kansas City could be good, but also, like, it's going to be a barn burner. So maybe they're airing it out. Yeah, that's true. Should we start Joe Flacco? Should we pick him up off waivers and start him? Some Flack attack? I don't mind Joe Flacco. He's got some weapons, dude. They're playing Cincinnati. I mean, their defense is eh. Yep. He had 33 points last week and 16 in week one, and that's so much more superior than what Matt Ryan's been giving us. Maybe we should pick up Zach Wilson sometime. Ooh, that might be a sneaky play. I want to look at his game log from last year, see if he was good at all. Mm, not really. Let me read you his his point finishes. 21, 20, 2.3, 2.6, 20, 7.9, 2. Didn't play, didn't play, didn't play, didn't play. 9, 25, 11, 11, 25, 15, 10. Yeah, I think I'm good on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. like essentially starting a, a mid-tier wide receiver at that point, dude. Legitimately. It's like, oh, yeah, you got the chance to blow up. Um, or you might finish with like five or six. But, yeah. All right, we'll see. Maybe we'll go get somebody. We'll talk about it. We'll, up- we'll update you guys next episode on who we acquire, and we'll let you know every move we plan to make. But... Is that going to be our true move? Maybe we're just trying to throw you off. Yeah, who knows what we're doing. Be listening. Nobody knows. Nobody truly knows except for us. Damn, it's the beauty of fantasy football, dude. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. I, I hate guess fantasy football. I was, I was fucking one in nine across my <laughs> ten leagues this, this dude, week. Dude, you know what's so funny is uh, I was texting Don today. Hold on, let me pull up our text quick, real quick. But... I forget what I – oh, I was telling him about the numbers that we did on podcast. I was like, the pod's finally starting to uh, catch some ground. And he goes, it's because I'm promoting it across our family for you. LOL, that's freaking awesome. I was like, our family will take us to the podcasting uh, promised land. Hopefully we can get more action with our fantasy football talk and such. He goes, I could use your and Kenny's fantasy advice. I go, Kenny went like one in nine in his leagues this week. So just listen to me and you'll be all right. Dead ass, dude. <laughs> tough week for Kenneth. Yeah. Behind the wheel. Very tough week. Very turn tough it week. You'll turn it around, though. That's gonna, fantasy football, dude. Gonna. Yeah. I got I got some good pieces on my bench that I could be slipping in. Some of my teams are bad. Dude, my Orchids team is bad. I don't like it at all. My Orchids team is like, I'm I'm steadily like on the fence about right now. I'm like, they could be good because I got Mon Ron, Jalen Waddle as my wide receiver two and flex, and then Justin Jefferson. Like, that could carry me, dude, if they have seasons. That's really good. Yeah. Jalen Waddle. Amon Ra and Justin Jefferson are my receiving core, but then I got Zeke and fucking Brees Hall as my running backs. And my quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Who's who's your quarterback? Who do you got for quarterback? Jalen Hurts. Oh, you're not giving me him. Nope, because I got Dallas Goddard too. Yeah, and to get him, I would have to give up like one of my wide receiving pieces. I don't want to do that. I take Jalen Hurts for Amon Ra... 
straight up? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. I think I'd just ride Rodgers out and see what happens, dude, because he could have games where he puts up 30, and then I'm not losing out on him. You think so? With Robert Tunyon and Alan Lazard and Sammy Watkins? Dude, he's just going to dump it off to Aaron Jones three times a game. Until he doesn't. Dude, so he actually had a touchdown taken back because he had, like, a shovel pass that was considered, like, a passing touchdown at the time but yeah. they reviewed it and it wasn't like a forward technically a forward pass so they gave aaron jones a rushing touchdown and it took me like dude if that touchdown had stood i would have won it was so annoying wow yeah bro carl and i had a great matchup in orchids this week it was exhilarating he ended aaron up beating me up like, 19 points yeah he would have had like one he had two who th- passing touchdowns no he had two points aaron Rodgers. Yeah, two point seven. <laughs> yeah, what? I'm looking at it right now in Orchid. It's not like it's a different scoring format. I'm looking at his game log in Orchids. He's had two point seven points in week one. Oh, that's right, dude. He did flop first because they got sh- smacked by fucking uh, who was it? They played Chicago this week. Could they play last week? I don't know. Some fucking bums. But he's gonna be Aaron Rodgers. I'm not worried about that. I'm just excited about my receiving core, dude. That's, that's just sacked. If Julio fucking comes in healthy and Mike Evans is out this week and Chris Godwin's out for a little bit, Julio could be a nice piece in my flex. Trade me Justin Jefferson. Fucking... No shot. No shot. All right, fine. Give me Jalen Waddle. <laughs> Who are you going to give me? Jalen Hurts, I told you. No, I'm not doing I'm not doing Waddle or Amon Ross straight up for Jalen Hurts. I can find somebody else at quarterback that will get me decent numbers and cover my, my ass. Is that what you think? Yeah, dude. Did you see the his fucking volume with Tyreek Hill still as the one last game? It was insane. Tyreek just goes deep and Waddle finds these pockets in the middle of the defense and then catches the ball and fucking blows by everybody. It's nuts. I think Jalen Waddle's going to be like the Justin Jefferson of what Jeff- Justin Jefferson's first breakout year was. And Justin Jefferson could be the Cooper Cup of last year. And then throwing in Amon Ra in the mix, dude. All right, I'll trade I, you Devin Duvernay for Jalen Waddle. <laughs> dude, I'm kind of pissed at myself I didn't pick him up on waivers because he's looking good. Duvernay looks good. Yeah, he's, he's solid. I'm just glad that, like, Lamar's number two is usable. Yeah, and it's not just, like, Mark Andrews the whole fucking time. All right, how about MVS? I don't want that. I don't want any part of Kansas City's unless it's Kelsey. How about Slava My Knob Woods? Robert Woods? Yeah. No, I'm good on Slobbert. his bum ass. Slobbert Woods. <laughs> Slob on my Bob Woods. I, I would keep naming players on my bench, but I don't want to embarrass myself with how fucking disgusting <laughs> this team is. <laughs> oh, it's all right. Let's get the fuck out of here. I got to go eat some dinner. Uh, yeah, me too. You guys uh, have a great weekend. Go, birds. Make somebody smile. Smooches. And makes make some money. Oh, that was too much of a sexual smooch. That's my bad. Regular <laughs> smooches. 